With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday Live studio audience can't believe it's 11 days until Christmas Eve and 18 days until New Year's Eve. New Year's? <laughs> New Year's. Oh, man. Third line. Okay. We've got three shows left for the year. And what an all-star lineup for you to hear. We ain't slowing down for the holidays, and neither should you, because how you finish 2021 is how you start 2022. It's Database of Diamonds, December and time to optimize yours to put on your common sense caps. We, the people. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. And uh, pick up your pen and paper for all the quality, can- uh, quality content you're about to hear. It's time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action. BLC. Today's topic's on episode 275. Hollywood insanity. Passion to profits. Healthy holiday treats. Attracting business leads. Arizona corruption. Oh, there's so much networking, collaboration, and marketing, and COVID non-vaccine bioweapon facts with special guests Debbie Saviano, Stacey Shefflin, and Karen Kingston, the queen of the slides, all delivered by our partners at the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. Logo people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup is loaded with ladies who love liberty. Alexia Malaki, Hollywood producer of Little Studio Films, making positive movies and the insanity behind and inside the industry. Victoria Wyke, host of the Million Dollar Hobbies podcast, Turning Your Passion into Profits. Sherry Kalbaum, the juice lady and common sense nutritionist, healthy holiday treats that won't hurt your immune system. Hmm, immune system. Right, I heard that before, immune system. Catherine Nunez, social selling, helping B2B solopreneurs with clarity and visibility to attract leads and 
on autopilot. And Marissa Hamilton, easyaz.org, making civic action easy, taking action items to fix Arizona's corruption and issues caused by the elected elite here in the great state of anarchy, Arizona. And sitting shotgun to Michelle's patriotic soapbox are three special guests. At 1 p.m., Debbie Saviano and Stacey Shefflin. They're the founders of Women's Leadership Live, a powerful networking and support group which advocates and champions entrepreneurs and nonprofits by helping them take their products and services and events to market. And at 2 p.m., Karen Kingston, the queen of the slide sheets, a pharmaceutical and medical device business analyst and strategist. She's known as the cleaner in the industry. And now she's exposing COVID facts, the truth about the non-vaccine bioweapon, and is waking up the world to stop the crimes against humanity and save lives, people. So be sure to stick around for the entire show, Facts, Truth, Take Action, Items, and Resources. And, of course, a lot of entertainment in there. So visit everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. For more information on today's guests, their websites, their shows, like as in their very own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. Alex Stovall, the Arizona candidate for Congress and star of the Project Veritas viral video. If you haven't seen it, you need to. He was scheduled to be on this very show, but he canceled with a generic email at 6.30 a.m. this morning. Funny thing is, I spoke to him twice on Friday, went over the format for his segment in detail, and he confirmed. And I kind of went through it again. And he said, no, no, I, I can't wait to do it. And... Uh, to let you know, these politicians are candidates who want to be politicians, especially the ones that want to go to the dumpster fire of D.C. are still talking out of their, both sides of their mouth. And then add another one to the list, people. Alex, if you don't believe me, listen to the Project Veritas video. You'll hear for yourself. It's time that these guys pick a lane and maybe tell the truth, Alex. Just a reminder, be very careful on who you support and who you give your money to, people. You got to really bet these rhinos. And number two, join our Save My Freedom movement. We're bringing together groups, organizations, small business owners, entrepreneurs, influencers, and purpose-driven people who are ready to stand up, take action, and support patriots who love America. We've got groups on CloudHub, Facebook, and Clubhouse, so you can post quality content, promote yourself, self, share what you do, talk about your organization. We've got to mobilize and multiply people. So you can text ACTION to the number 91776. That's action, A-C-T-I-O-N, 9-1776. Or head over to everythinghomeaboutus.com, and you'll see all of the places where you can participate actively. Get to know some good peeps, talk about your business and your organization, and get us some quality content. Want to know about all these events? We've got to bring these people together, everythinghomeaboutus.com. So please join us and make, help us make some magic. Let's do this together, people. It's December 13th, day 638 of 15 days. Oh, my God, I can't believe we're still going through this. 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. Oh, and by the way, it's day 325 of the Joe Biden Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. They're doing a great job, babe, doing a great job. Oh, and by the way, don't forget, don't forget Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves on the planet. (laughs) 
That's from last year. Still applies today. Hopefully we won't be playing it next year. Now it's time to meet the partners in the everything home social conscious referral network. Today's topic is on episode two seventy five, Hollywood Insanity, Passion of Profits, Holiday Oh, shall I say shall I say healthy holiday trees attracting business leads, Arizona corruption. Oh, there's a lot of it starts from the top. What do they say? The fish rots from the head. That'd be Doug Douchey, uh, pathetic governor, uh, networking, collaboration and marketing, and uh, the COVID-19 non-vaccine bioweapons facts with special guests Debbie Saviano and Stacey Shefflin and Karen Kingston. Let's do this, boys and girls. Let's get ready to rumble. First up is my good buddy, Alexi Malaki, and one of my favorite partners. She's a Hollywood producer of Little Studio Films and the host of the Heart of Show Business podcast. And she is in Los Angeles. Oh, man, all the patience in the world. Audience, big round of applause for our good buddy. <laughs> Alexia, living in La La Land. Yes. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. And I have to say, as I'm listening to your intro, you should be the female Pierce Morgan. I vote for having a talk show with starring you. You, like, literally remind me of Pierce Morgan, which is a compliment because I love him. He tells it like it is. So I'm like, let's put a talk show about you on TV. You'll be amazing. Amazing. You know, the the movie producer in me is speaking, you know. Well, see, there it is. See, now that is one heck of a testimonial because you cast people. You know how the the whole gig works. You know quality content and talent. So thank you very much. Yeah. Like, now what? Yes, you're very welcome. Well, we're going to have to have a little power because I'm I'm seriously getting ideas here. Like, live people, you're getting, like, the live creation of a show happening in real time. On this show right now. No, but seriously, thank you for uh, labeling me Hollywood Insanity. I like to think that I'm one of the same people, <laughs> which, is, which is rare, but there's actually quite a, a few of us, you know. And, and I just thought because I know that this is the end of the year, I wanted to maybe, if I may, offer some helpful tips um, that are a little bit with a Hollywood spin because I, I do want to bring some sanity into the world. So... We're all very confused and lost, especially in La La Land. So I just wanted to potentially, if you have me, to give some tips on people on how to really hone in their messaging and get a little bit more clear on what their identity is going to be in 2022. Because we sure know we all got very confused this year. Everybody's telling us so many things, and then it's very, very easy to lose the sense of who you are and what you stand for and how you can leverage that. Uh, to make money, people, and have success in every area of your life. 
So agreed. One, one quick thing before you you uh, give your tips, I want people to yeah. just be really aware. I mean, if you haven't figured it out so far this year, and everything that we talk about just on this one show, um, be very cautious on where you get your information who you get your information from. Remember to keep your common sense cap on because I can tell you right now, you're smarter than 99% of the quote unquote experts that are trying to tell you how to live your, live your life. And sometimes that even applies to people that you see in business too. So um, go with that gut instinct. A lot of the times uh, do a little praying. You know, there was something that uh, I don't remember which one of the pastor, great pastors that come on the show said, you know what, what you could do is this, you say a little prayer, take a little time out. And then to be amazed at kind of how things fall into place with helping you make some decisions. So I just wanted to plug that because I want people to, um, 2022, they were not going to, you can't use the excuses anymore. Like, oh, it was the COVID or, it, oh, I didn't know. Nuh-uh, not anymore. So go, go ahead. Take it from there, Alexia. But I just kind of like a PSA for the day. I 100% agree. I would definitely recommend everybody to go on a digital detox right now and just really, really find out who you really are and what you truly stand for. Because your identity is going to be based on your sense of your sets of morals and values and character. And so this is a good time for you to maybe ask yourself, what are the three things, the three things that identify you? You know, because sometimes the way that we perceive ourselves is different of how others perceive us. And if those two things are not congruent, then you're not going to be able to sell anything. You're not going to be able to grow your business. So ask yourself, what are the three things that you label yourself as? Because that is the most important thing. And then the second step, which is even the most important, is go to your trusted friends. Or even you can post it on social media if you want, if you want to be a little bit risky and daring. And ask people (laughs) how people see you, right? What are the three things? Give me three words about who do you think I am? And if you see that there is some sort of a disconnect between those two, then obviously you are in hiding, my friend. You are not standing out. You're not standing in your truth, and you're not being authentic. Because if you were, the way that you define yourself will be exactly how people define you. And so that's a very, very good tip to take for yourself for this year so that you can really, really be clear. You know, one of the things, for example, I think, and then, Michelle, you can tell me if that's correct. My own self-perception is that I am a super connector. Uh, I am heart-centered. And I am somebody who's a great listener. Um, if, do you agree? Do I have that wrong? Uh, the first and third one, yes, but I, I didn't hear the second one. What was the second? I missed part of the second oh, one. Oh, I am a great listener. I am a great listener. That was great the third listener. one. The only reason I know oh, that sorry. is because you know me, I'm taking notes. Oh. So that's that's the only reason oh. I know because I actually physically wrote it down. The second one, Super Connector was one. Number two oh. was? Heart-centered. Oh, Your purpose-driven, yeah. I am heart-centered. Boom, there you have it. My podcast is called The Heart of Show Business, right? So I am known to be heart-centered. So this is something that is very, very important because if people don't really know, for example, if you believe in certain things, A, your values, your morals, where you stand for your own personal truth. You've got to speak up because if you want to have the right people in your life, in every area of your life, if they do not know who the heck you are, how are you going to get the right people to come into your life? If you're pretending to be something, but you're truly something else, then the people will come to you with this facade that you have about who you are. And then all of a sudden, when you start showing 
your own real beliefs about things. They're going to go, oh, I don't think I like you so much, or I don't know what a business, or you mislead me. Be truthful, people, because you want to get the customers who really, really believe in who you are, what you stand for, the services you provide, but most important, your values. Your values define who you are. And so that's something that I would remind everybody because we are so confused. We're listening to so many people selling so many things. Everybody's a coach. Everybody's a thing. Let's get social media going. Let's have hundreds of thousands of followers. How many likes do I get? And then you go, oh, people don't like me. I don't have my branding right. It doesn't really matter. As long as 500 people who are the real people like you and connect with you, that's really what matters. And so people are just having all this, like, you know, little packaged, you know, messaging things with the buzzwords and all those things. But ask yourself, is this who I really am? People do not know who you are. That's going to show up as bullshit, sorry to say. So you know me. You know how I believe, right? I want to make heart-centered content. I want to make stories in Hollywood that uplift and inspire people. Um, I want to hire people who are equally vaxxed and unvaxxed because that's what I believe in. I believe in freedom to do who you want to do, be who you are, and not just, you know, profile people based on, you know, their their health choices. If they're careful and they take tests and they're COVID-free, that's good enough for me. They can work with me. So that's the thing. I, I have to not be so open about it because we all know what Hollywood thinks, but I will try to define my truth as much as I can um, in the way that I behave, in the way that I conduct myself on shows like this or on Clubhouse. Please do join me on Clubhouse with Michelle because she's a great super connector. Now, that's the woman who knows how to connect people and thinks of how you can make collaborations happen. This is the area where your network is your network. So, be careful who you have on your network. That's what I'm going to say. And, you know, if you want to have, you know, a little chat with me further, follow me on Instagram. And, um, gosh, I'm going to do like a quick offer just purely because it's Christmas. Um, DM me purpose-driven, and I will know that you are a listener in Michelle's show, and I'll be happy to give you a 15-minute call to help you hone in those three things that you are defining yourself with and giving you tips on how people can See you that same way. And I'm over and out with my little messaging of the end of the year. <laughs> that was wonderful, my friend. Very complimentary, so thank you. Very heart-centered, which was beyond sincere and totally accurate, right? You were you just laid it all out there, and that is you. And anybody who's been listening to you, I think they've been on this show almost a year now or right around there. It's consistency. It is what it is. You've not beard off. You're not one of those, as you mentioned, like a, a coach that uses special words. And then all of a sudden, you're not sure what they said after 15 minutes. You're like, wow, that was a lot of words, but I don't know what she's talking about. And, um, you know, it's, it says a lot. There's a lot of, as you said, BS out there, piles of poop that people love to sling and put commas in when you're trying to, when you have to buy things. And I started laughing when you mentioned that, and then I'll, I'll wrap it up so you can plug your uh, podcast and your, your website real quick. Um, I've been having conversations with some kind of high powered or high profile type of 
of coaches that are actually real, like they actually owned the business before, sold the business. So they, they are consultants because they've actually done it, not somebody who took a course on how to be a consultant or a coach. <laughs> and um, it was exactly, we had the same conversation that you were just talking about. And we actually, I had it yesterday and it was verbatim, verbatim. So obviously there is there is that, um, that conversation is going on. People are needed to be, again, aware, just as I mentioned with your politicians or your candidates and who you get your advice from when it comes to business or life. So, you know, people just go, you wear a white coat or you're on the TV. It doesn't mean you know what you're talking about. Most likely it does mean you're not, that you do not. So be careful where you got content from. Be careful where you spend your money. Be careful where you spend your money and because uh, it took a lot to earn it. So um, you know, a lot of empty boxes out there, peeps. Um, so plug away, my dear. Yeah, so basically, you know, obviously I know how to do pitches uh, the Hollywood way, and uh, and they, they try, they're always authentic, and they, they work in the room, and you can apply that same style when you are pitching your own business, and especially yourself, and, and make it look that it matches who you truly are, because if it doesn't, People are going to smell the BS a mile away. So my little offer is exactly that. Follow me on Instagram at Alexia Maloki. DM me Purpose Driven. I will know you're coming in from Michelle. I'll give you that 15-minute complimentary call to kind of get in, get in there, get in there and extract that core of you that needs to stand out in 2022. And then, of course, if you want to listen to my podcast, then you'll hear some really great heart-centered artists who are talking about their journeys and their mindset. It's called The Heart of Show Business, top 5% in the world in its category, which is film and TV. And uh, that's it. And my website is thealexamalaki.com. And uh, thank you so much for having me. And I just love your show, Michelle. I love your intros. I got to get that jingle. Please send it to me. It's fabulous. The little sound sheet. <laughs> Christmas oh, there's bells. more too. There's more. There's there's more coming. Don't worry. We're we're loading it up for the uh, Christmas season. Thank you, my dear. Thanks for being an incredible partner. And you and I will talk. And of course, join me and Alexia and a couple other superstars over at Clubhouse Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. In that information, you can find the links to join the club and follow both of us at uh, everythinghomeaboutus.com everythinghomeaboutus.com over and out my friend enjoy the insanity of the world that you live in thank you very much happy holidays merry christmas because i'm not ashamed to say merry christmas so merry (laughs) christmas everybody not being politically correct this is my holiday merry christmas she might she might be in LA, but she know Grinch, everybody. She definitely know she know Grinch. She know Grinch in the uh, land of La La Land. So, all right, let's do this. I'm running behind a little. Twelve twenty-two. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I got. I was in the trance. I was in a heart. Is another superstar celebrity guest. Victoria Week. She is a serial entrepreneur, author, and for the past twenty-three years has been sharing her jewelry designs. Totally, I. It's about 500 million, something like that, on HSN and Shop HQ. And she's now helping others turn their passions into profit by hosting the Million Dollar Hobbies podcast audience. This lady means business and she knows business. Big round of applause. Victoria. How are you, my friend? Michelle, I love I love your energy. <laughs> You've got more energy than the rest of the population combined. Love that. <laughs> well, you know, the, for the way that for the way that I look, 
you would be like, uh, I hope that she has a pulse. <laughs> no less, no less saying that you love the energy. So there, so people, when you when you're not looking so good, right? Because you know it, it is what it is. Uh, you could still have lots of energy. It's it's all good. But thank you so much for for that. I appreciate it. Um, it's just because I love this. I love that I do. I want to get the message out there. I want people to be able to share their stories. As Alexia was saying, she's heart centered. I'm purpose driven. And there's just so much which amazing things that can happen when you provide such quality content and the concept of the collaboration. And then you're providing tips on how that people can take action and grow their business, enhance the quality of their lives, make a difference, especially in their communities, and actually do something and productive and helping other people. And, you know, you know that guy Zig, Ziggler, you've probably heard of him, Zig, Ziggler, said something on the long yeah, lines. Yeah. If you help enough people get what they want, it's amazing what basically can how, how things will happen in your life to get what you want. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's all good, my dear. So what's going on with you today? I'm sure yeah. you have lots to share because it's holiday season and you are selling, you know, millions and millions of dollars of jewelry. So, uh, but you, as yeah. you mentioned the last time, you planned ahead. You don't have no supply chain issues. You know, Pete Buttigieg getting in your way. No, no, no. Well, here's the other thing. What I love about your show is that just like your last guest said, Alexi, that the whole, you know, coaching world out there is just full of people who have never really lived a real life, who's never actually owned a real business, never really had to actually write checks, you know, when there's no revenue coming in. So having, you know, people like myself, Alexi, who's actually run a business, who've, you know, been through the pain, um, you know, the good times and the bad times and, get, you know, sharing our wisdom. Um, I think that there's a lot of value to that. And I will be joining you uh, this probably this Thursday for your clubhouse uh, event. Um, as I told you last time, I was just so busy with my uh, Christmas season. I'm still very busy, but um, I just want to let you know, there's just so much going on out there that's positive, uh, especially female-driven entrepreneurs who are now reprioritizing their lives, realizing that you can prioritize your family, your personal life, all the things that matter to you first, still have all your career, career dreams come true if you know what to do. So with that being said, what, uh, what would you mm-hmm. suggest? You know, we're at the end of the year, and I don't want people to lose steam. This is the time where people uh, ease off the accelerator. And I used the quote in the beginning of, of the show. I heard Grant uh, Cardone, which I'd never listened to him until about a month ago. I saw him do a little presentation, but it was uh, with like a group of his peers. So it was not – he wasn't pitching anything. He was really being honest. And he says, this is the time, this, right. this year, this is the time of year where I make the most money. Because we go hard, we go strong, and how you finish 2021 is how you begin 2022. And that guy is worth $1.5 billion. So I went, okay, I'm, I'm going to follow that advice. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in that lane. That sounds like a really good idea because he's doing right, obviously right. something right because most people pull back. So with that being said, since this, this, you've done this, this, this is not your first rodeo, what do you want us to do towards the end of the year and then um, get prepared to kick off 2022? You know, I'm, I completely agree with, you know, don't let, don't, literally don't stop. You know, keep, this is when you really build momentum, when everybody else is slacking off, when everybody else thinks that, you know, they can, uh, you know, their season's over effectively, nothing is happening. Let me tell you something, you know, business goes on, life goes on, and this is a time, um, I have never, ever seen a better time than today. Like, and I'm talking today, like December of 2020 or 2021, to, you know, really uh, hone in on what you're best at, who your 
primary audience is who you want to serve and who you want to help because I don't know about you, Michelle, and I'm sure that you and I agree because we have a lot in common, that when you help other people, um, it's not – I learn more from helping other people because I have to then understand what their problems are, what their challenges are in order to help them. And you learn something. And um, I would say to all those people who are successful out there, especially I'm talking to you female entrepreneurs, that um, success find as um, not necessarily, you know, money and fortune and fame, but successful people. You're not successful until you help other people to be successful. So, you know, get out there, um, you know, in this time of need, go out there and share whatever knowledge you have, whatever expertise, whatever connection. Um, You know, I'm like you. I'm like a super connector. I love connecting people, you know, having great outcomes come. And um, when you're confident in what you do, you don't fear uh, the future because you're confident. Your intentions are very clear. Um, So passion and purpose. Think about what you're passionate about. Um, I'd like to ask all of you, everybody in the audience, one thing. If I can guarantee you today that you don't ever have to worry about money, okay, you don't ever have to worry about money, what would you do with your time? I think that's where you find your passion. And then you find your purpose in life and just focus on only those two things. And don't worry about what other people are going to think of you. You know, be authentic. Share your vulnerabilities. Share your flaws because, you know what, people cheer for you when you tell people, look, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying hard. You know, try not to be who you're, who you're mm-hmm. not because everybody else is already taken. Like, be yourself. We love you the way you are. And, you know, we all, none of us are perfect. Um, maybe some people think they are, but none of us are perfect. And we're all real people with real issues. And we all work on that together. Ladies, we all work on that together. Stop competing. Collaboration is number one thing, you know, in 2022. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. This, I, 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 the collaboration consortium, that's on Clubhouse. That is a chance for people to, to come together, businesses, organizations, or just purpose-driven people that want to be around like-minded people, like the Cool Kids Club, right? We're talking about like the cheers for collaboration. Right, yeah. This is where you go hang out. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to own a business. You don't have to, you just have to, just have to be somebody who's got some common sense, right? You want to be around other cool, like-minded people because amazing things happen when you put them all together. And we wanted to create this place. This is part of the Save My Freedom movement. And when you hear the word freedom, you might be like, well, you know, I'm not one of these people that goes to a rally. No, no, no. Freedom is your financial freedom, peeps. Freedom is your personal freedom right. to decide what you want to do uh, with a, your body or your life or your school or your kids or, or your uh, anything like that. And, and then professional yeah. is yeah. your job freedom. So when I say save my freedom, it, com- it literally covers everything that you normally thought was just things that would just be regular. Well, they're not anymore. Things aren't just regular. The things that we thought were kind of, oh, I don't know, constitutional or, and our God-given human rights. You don't have them anymore, so we're trying. But you just think you do because it's not like maybe you know it's not really hitting home for you in in a sense where you're locked in a concentration camp in Australia. So, but these are all things that you have been. If you look at it in the past two years, you have lost your freedom. So we want to bring everybody together and then be able to uh, have all of those like-minded people. We're doing at Clubhouse. We're doing at Facebook. Ugh. It is what it is, and we're doing it at Clout Hub, and then of course on this show with this platform. And I wanted to just re to kind of like as as you both said the word hone, so I'm going to use hone too. I'm going to hone it home right now. I'm honing it 
home. And I'm going to, and I wanted to bring this up while I had either Victoria or Alexia on the things that they were, they're talking about, they're talking about like female entrepreneurs and in general, a lot of females don't work well together, right? They're not like the guys, the good old guys, the right, good boys right, club yeah, where they call them up, yeah. say, Hey dude, I need tickets to the event. Can you do it? Or yeah, no, 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 no problem. Let me find you some tickets. I make a two calls. Next thing you got tickets. You ask one of the, you ask one of the like, girlfriends of yours. So you do some business with, Hey, can I get tickets? Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to like explore the opportunities and maybe we need to do some sharing or perhaps that, uh, you know, maybe we can, we can go to lunch and discuss it. You're like, dude, I just need two tickets. Can, can you just get me two tickets? Yeah. Cause I know, well, you know, who yeah. has the tickets. So I just want people to realize, yeah, Michelle, me, um, take those yeah, misconceptions just, and, and then I'll, I'll let you go here, but I just want to, I, I got us, I got to hone this home for people. That's not what anybody yeah. in our group is about. So take off that little, uh, that, that, little, that little hat that makes you think that that's the, the world that you're stepping into, literally just the opposite. So any, anyone out there that wants to participate, um, that's what we're all about. So anyway, I just wanted to throw yeah. that out there because I want to plug it because it really is amazing people. And you can hear it in their voices of everything the two of them just said today. So go ahead, Victoria, comment yeah, on let that. Me just explain, let me just give you a backdrop of uh, all of you who are listening right now. Let me just give you a little bit of backdrop of what Michelle is bringing and what she's doing with this platform. Number one, I don't want to, like, you know, toot my own horn, but I do want to tell you that I came here as a child immigrant with no money. My parents had no money. We had to cut a single orange into eight different sections for us to be able to eat. Now, from that background, I started my little company so I could be present for my children. My whole goal in my life was, you know, I want to make 2000 bucks a month so I can feed them and pay for my rent. Now, from that background, I've done over $500 million. I'm reaching pretty close to $750 million in sales wow. as of this year. So wow. when you can imagine the obstacles that I've had gone through, the connections that I would bring to the table when I joined the clubhouse here. And, and I'm going to bring in a bunch of powerhouse girls on top of that. So if we are sharing our lives, our connections, our expertise free of charge, what have you got to lose, ladies? Come and listen. <laughs> Come and share. I'm just asking, what have you got to lose? I'm not, you know, I, I don't need to make any more money, okay? I, I have plenty of other ways of making money. I don't need to pluck out money from you. I'm just sharing because I want this world to be better. We want all of you to do, be good to yourself, be good to your community, be good to your world, be good to your planet. That's all. It's really simple. Just be good. And it, it takes, a, you know, an hour of your time, one, you know, one day a week to enrich yourself with all the expertise. You know, there's always a delete button. If you don't like what, we say, what I'm saying, you can delete that. But I'm just saying that it's not easy to find, like, a master class taught by somebody who's got the kind of experience and, and the connections that me and my girlfriends are going to bring to the table. Well said, my friend. And, you know, just $750 million in sales. How could you not want to get some advice from that? I can only imagine what you charge when people say, hey, listen, I need some consulting advice. <laughs> you know, like, there's two digits it's a in lot. front of that I mean, comma. I'm not going to be two shy digits. about that. Yeah, you, yeah. you can go to my, my website right now, and you can sign up for a $75,000 class, and it's full. Okay? Or you can come free <laughs> and ask whatever questions you want. That's, that's the God's truth. So I'm just saying, ladies, I want, all, I want just 10 of you to be a, a, a multimillionaire next year as a result of you coming here. And I'm going to see to it because, you know, when I put my mind into something, 
I will get that done. But just remember, I started, I didn't marry a rich guy. I didn't do any of this, okay? I, literally, we, were, we had two matches between the two of us. We had no money, um, and I was able to take care of my children and my parents because they were still immigrants while I, you know, prioritized my family. So I just want you to share in that joy, and I can't wait to meet all of you, you know, in Clubhouse, hopefully, you know, one person at a time. But we, the women who are like-minded, who are into collaborating, in lifting other women, um, helping other people, we can make, you know, ourselves better in the process, you know, making our communities better, our world better, our planet better. We can heal everybody along the way. But it starts with you with a single action, wanting to do something for yourself this year, not tomorrow, not next week, like this week. Do something. That's, that's my message for this morning. Maybe I wasn't – I was too hard now, mm-hmm. Michelle, you, but you no. were probably waiting for some uplifting Jingle Bells message, but – this is where we throw you this is we throw stuff at you we throw stuff at you because we're going to knock some common sense into you because if you're not wearing your common sense cap all day and sleeping in it well then there's no we've got to shake you up a little bit because like you said this is it this is reality this isn't a sugar coating show yeah we have fun and we're going to get you some uplifting information but i'm not going to blow smoke up your rear end and no no one else is going to do that uh because if you're not where you need to be then we're giving you all of the resources. I mean, literally, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars of free quality content just on this platform alone of the 275 episodes right. that we've yeah. done. Mind-blowing stuff. The all-star segments that we did last year, crazy stuff. And the people that are coming on for the month of December and, and the guests for the next three episodes, unlike anything you've ever seen, and I'm just jam-packing. I got, I got eight people today, eight people, and they're all powerhouse women, ladies that love liberty. And they are, I mean, I would say three-quarters of them, if not more, are multimillionaires, but you, you just don't, maybe you don't mm-hmm. even know it. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. can you get that kind of information? And so we're going to be doing it on the Clubhouse just because it's, it's, an, it's, it's one form of the platform. There's other platforms that we're integrating so we can get everyone's information, messages out, build this awesome community, and then we'll take it in different directions. So anyway, plug your website. I got to go. I'm way behind, but the, it, there's just too much good information for what's going on right now. So plug, um, give your website and, and the podcast yeah. page of Victoria. Okay, so my podcast is called Million Dollar Passion Podcast. Come and listen, because whether you are trying to get to seven figures or eight figures or nine figures, I have been there. I've been through every single pain you can imagine, and I can share. So it's like a master class. Um, come and listen to Million Dollar Passion Podcast, and it's on all the platforms. And then the other thing you could do is you could literally, do, you can, if you want to, sign up for my classes for $75,000. It's full for this year and next year, but, you know, you can be on wait list. <laughs> And that's, um, it's not a joke. It's, it's, a, it's like awesome. a five-page application form, too. www.victoriawick.com. Um, and, or you can meet me uh, at Michelle's Clubhouse uh, this coming week. And uh, I hope to see, uh, sincerely to see you there. And I wish all of you a very, very healthy and Merry Christmas. Um, and um, that's it. I don't want to hold you up any longer. You're great, my friend. Well, uh, and uh, good. Uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll share more. Thank you so much for everything you're doing, and thanks for, right. for jumping on the train. And we need, we love it that we've got people like you on our team. So thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you, thank you for providing this platform. Oh, did we lose her? Yeah. I think we lost her. All right. Well, that's okay. She's going to come back. You're going to go ahead and see her on the clubhouse. You can get the the link for the clubhouse consortium 
And it, it's basically, it's like, it's audio, right? So you put it on your phone, it's two seconds, and then you, you, you it's, easy, it's so easy. Uh, if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. If you took, you'll see the link, you'll see the information and just click on the deal. All right, I'm way behind. It's just that there was so many, so much powerful information. And I figured if we can hone it in and get you this and get you incentivized, because it, I'm going to need you now to, to kind of put the, uh, uh, take the business hit off a little bit and um, we're going to keep, you got to keep you healthy. We got to keep you healthy because how are you supposed to do amazing things on the planet? How are you supposed to help Marissa Hamilton? Who's coming up in a little bit here uh, with easy AZ in order to, uh, Oh, I don't know, fix all the corruption here in Arizona and get on board in your community. How are you supposed to actually work on more even networking and being an entrepreneur when we're going to get some more information from Catherine Nunes is coming up next. You need to be healthy. We need to not only boost our immune systems, which obviously if you go to our marketplace tab, you'll see the Zelenko protocol, which is you know, two pills a day, all supplements, stuff that you need. But you need, you need to eat healthy. You need to eat healthy and you need to um, check out your nutrition. So my next guest is Sherry Kalbaum. And she's been on it many, many times. She's the juice lady. She's an author, nutritionist, and detox expert. I called her a common sense nutritionist earlier. And this is the most important time to pay attention to your food, your supplements, your immune system, and lifestyle. And she's going to give us some information on healthy holiday treats that will not hurt your immune system. You've worked so hard all year. And then all of a sudden, you... You blow it in the last three weeks. Not cool, everybody. So, audience, big round of applause for Cheryl. Hi, my friend. How are you? Well, I'm doing wonderful, and I'm so excited. I loved your last segment. I was very excited myself to hear about it all. But I want to just chime in on health as well, you know. You were just saying that, and I loved what you said. This isn't a sugar-coated show. So I'm going to talk about knocking out the sugar, but how do you have a yummy treat without it? And so I've got all sorts of ideas for everybody as to what to do. But I just want to mention right up front, sugar does knock out your immune system. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've been uh, shown that in studies over and over again. And this is the time of year. You just said it, Michelle. Everybody's worked so hard all year. Build up your immune system. Take your supplements. Eat right. Exercise. On and on. We've worked so hard. And then we come to the holiday season. And, oh, it's just one little chocolate. Oh, this little treat. Oh, that little treat. Oh, I'm going to somebody's house. I'll have some pie. And on and on it goes. And all of a sudden, our immune system's like tanked. And and then we're getting sick. And this is not how we can grow our business or get wealthy or anything without our health. So we start. This is the foundation. Health is wealth. And we must have our health to go forward. And so what I've seen so often as a nutritionist through the years, people uh, make it through the holiday season, all of a sudden they're sick January and February, right? They've got the flu, they've got a cold, they've got something worse. And so I don't want that to happen to you. So I'm going to give you some ideas and then steer you where you can get more recipes and have a yummy, healthy holiday season and you can still have some treats. So I wanted to talk first about sweeteners and what do you choose over sugar and still taste good well stevia and monk fruit are zero on the glycemic index so they fruit? are my go-tos what, what is the my monk, go-to? fruit? monk fruit um 
is is uh, a sweet fruit, and they are making it into, but it's not that sweet, but it's sweet enough that it looks like sugar and tastes like sugar when you cook with it. So it's granulated. You mm. can find it in health-minded stores like Sprouts, and I love baking with it. I love making desserts with it. And it looks just like sugar. It's just kind of cool. And then Mm. stevia, people go, oh, no, I don't like stevia. It has that aftertaste. Well, not if you get sweet leaf, uh, liquid stevia. That's the brand, sweet leaf. And it has no aftertaste. And it is so delicious. And it is so very sweet. You don't need a lot of it. So where do you find that? Trader Joe's has it. Sprouts, Whole Foods, Natural Grocers, all of these places that I mentioned, except Trader Joe's doesn't have monk fruit, but they have the stevia. And so get yourself a different sweetener. You can bake your pies, you can make your cookies, you can make candy with this. And so I'm going to give you a quick recipe for a dessert that is really healthy and everybody loves it. Every time I make it, people love it. And it's got two avocados. Don't worry about it. You don't have to write all this down because if you go to my website, you can just get it free. It will pop right up when you first get on. But if you want to write it down, you can. Half cup of cacao or cocoa powder unsweetened, a tablespoon of vanilla, a quarter cup of coconut milk, and I get the full fat coconut milk because it's creamier in this dessert, and then about a half teaspoon of stevia, and a pinch of sea salt. You put all that in in your blender or your food processor, mix it all up, and you've got what looks like chocolate mousse or chocolate pudding. You can put it in dessert cups. You can make it into a chocolate pie. I have served it um, fancy with raspberries on top uh, or chopped almonds on top. And if you refrigerate it for a few hours to overnight, it gets really thick and creamy and really yummy. And I've also frozen it, and now it's like a chocolate ice cream. So mm. I hope I'm making some people hungry <laughs> and wanting to try this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make this. I'm actually going to do this because this is easy. You, there's, there's not a lot of ingredients and not, not ones that oh, you no. go to the store where you're like, you have to buy it, you spend $35 and you use it once and then you have it for four years. You know what I mean? Some of that stuff, you're like, this is, I'm never going to use this again. So this is all practical things. So this is a, this is a good yeah. one. This is a very good one. And it pops up on the website, right? So that way when, and give the website yes. right now while it's fresh in mind. Juice Lady Info, info.com. So again, that's Juice Lady, info.com. And right when you get there, within a few seconds, it'll be a pop-up. You can just get the recipe. You can get discount codes. You can uh, then get my weekly recipes and my blog and all of this good stuff. I just want to give you a few other ideas of what you can also get. Because I just lowered the price on my ebook, my healthy holiday recipe ebook to four ninety five. So I mean, that's so cheap. But let me give you a, some idea of some of the recipes in there. So eggnog, I always loved it, and I couldn't, uh, for years, I couldn't have it. Well, dairy-free, sugar-free eggnog, and this is so delicious, and it's made with coconut milk, a little almond milk, vanilla, stevia, nutmeg, cinnamon. And again, I mean, that you can make this in minutes. And it's ingredients, like you said, 
you probably already have them or they're so easy to find anywhere you shop. And it's really a delicious eggnog. And then um, I've always, I loved shortbread cookies as a kid. It was just like my favorite thing. And then I couldn't eat them for years. And then my friend came up with this incredible pecan shortbread cookie recipe with almond flour. So it's gluten-free, it's sugar-free, it's got... um, Stevia, or you can use coconut sugar, coconut nectar, or you can use the monk fruit in it. And uh, pecans, of course, it's got all these simple ingredients and yummy, yummy shortbread cookies. I mean, they were among the best I've had. How about beet brownies? (laughs) These are really good. A friend of mine came up with this recipe because she was looking for a way to use the leftover from juicing, you know, the leftover pulp. So mm-hmm. she took that, the beet pulp, and put it in the brownies, and they're so yummy. But if you don't have a juicer and you don't juice, you can just grate your beets, you know, and just have some grated beets in there. But I want to point out something. Beets have been shown in scientific studies to lower blood pressure, and they've also been shown to be really good for the heart. So how cool is this, that you can incorporate beets? A lot of people say, oh, I hate beets. They taste like dirt. (laughs) Well, they don't in this (laughs) recipe. They taste so yummy, and they just make it extra good. (laughs) Yeah. So does Merlot, but I still drink that. So, yeah, it's all relative, people. It's just because (laughs) it's healthy and you didn't want to put it in your mouth. I get it. I get it. Yeah, 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 I think so. (laughs) But we can find really creative ways, you know, to get some of these things in to our diet and so I'm putting them into our desserts for the holiday season and how about a raw vegan cheesecake so many people say I can't have cheesecake anymore because I'm so allergic to dairy well you can make it with I make this with cashews and lemon Mm. juice you soak your cashews you just put them in a blender or a food processor with some coconut oil vanilla stevia um, blend it all up And this is really a delicious cheesecake. And I put it in a pecan crust. I've also got the recipe for that in my little recipe book. And it is just a yummy dessert. You just refrigerate it, uh, slice it up, put some berries on top, and you've got a fabulous dessert that is really, really good for you. And um, no dairy. So, Hmm. um, you know, for all of these ideas and more, I've got, coconut cookies and and it goes on and uh for a variety of different um desserts but i also wanted to tell you i found these great stevia sweetened chocolate chips at sprouts so i have been using those because there's nothing bad in them so i have been using those i put them on top of that chocolate mousse recipe that i gave in the beginning of the show i just sprinkled them around on top and it was like double chocolate and everybody's going, oh, this is really good. So there are so many fun things you can do at this time of year. And they're the um, standard, my almond butter balls. It's just almond butter and um, stevia or monk fruit and some chopped almonds. And you roll them up in the, uh, into little balls and then dip them in uh, shredded coconut. And you've got a lovely little treat. You can refrigerate them. They'll last for quite a while in the refrigerator weeks and they're just yummy so there's so many things that we can do right now and not wreck our health not wreck our right. immune system keep and it ruin strong. all the hard work 
Well, and that's the oh, thing. There's, there's so many alternatives. Like I'd say years ago when, you, when they had these alternatives, a lot of the stuff was a little cardboard-ish, meaning it didn't have any mm-hmm. taste or it wasn't good, but it's the things have evolved. Obviously, people have gotten more creative. Um, so there are – and give it a try. Like uh, as uh, Victoria said, what do you have to lose? So you, you, you do exactly. a low-hanging fruit one that doesn't have a ton of ingredients. And if it literally tastes like dirt and then some, well, then don't make it. Go back to your, go back to your health, unhealthy ways and feel bad for the next two days and look like crap. It, it's okay. It's not a big deal. You gave it a try. And, you, you know, gain some, gain some weight and don't feel good and, and you have your stomach upset or whatever you know, your issues are when you eat things you're not supposed to. It's okay. We're just here to give you the other options to try to make your life better. Not a big deal. Um, I got a bump, though. So, Sherry, plus. <laughs> the website and, and the book real quick. Okay, so come see me, JuiceLadyInfo, I-N-F-O dot com. And when you sign up, uh, you'll, you'll get the recipe, the chocolate mousse or chocolate pudding, whatever you want to call it. And then I have my little ebook, Healthy Holiday Recipes. It's only four ninety five. So I hope you get it. And I want everybody to have the healthiest holiday season they've ever had and still enjoy it. Yeah, there's ways to do it, peeps. Not a big deal. And now you can put down put down the shovel when you're shoving that stuff in your mouth and be careful what you're eating. Because you'll just pay for it the next day or even like that afternoon. So thank you, Sherry. Yes. Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you very soon, my dear. Merry Christmas, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, I'm running way behind, and I'm going to get everybody in. I'm going to get everybody in. It's just uh, I didn't expect to be off the rails this much. I would normally say go to the certain pages on our website in order to get all of these these websites that go directly to all of the partners. But, you know, I had the big issue with GoDaddy where somebody – people that actually work at a company that does websites and designs websites and actually and hosts, the, hosts the website, they can't figure out little corruption issues or little issues that happen on the website for formatting. So I gave up on them, and I – and we're redoing everything. So bear with us uh, on a couple of the pages that have that content information uh, at this point. Um, you'll just have to, you'll just, when, when the new website's up, you'll just have to, uh, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll figure out a, a method to get our, do, do like a, a workaround. So we'll, I'll figure something out. So, but anyway, check out all of the website pages, all the website links, all the resources, all of these people, some not, not all of them, but a lot of them have their own shows. That's listed on our website under Must Listen To. And, and then there's the Must Follow page with Marissa Hamilton. Her organization, Easy AZ, is on there. These are groups that you need to join, or these are like influencers that really have great and quite incredible quality content information. Everything you're going to find there, you're really going to hang out on the Take Action tab. So go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Tom, and you'll get a whole laundry list of really incredible things. So let me bring on my next guest. She's a new partner. Her and I have chatted offline. So I didn't kind of feel like she was new, but then I'm like, actually, this is her first appearance on here. And of course, I'm bringing her in way late. So she's probably like, uh, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I got, I, got, I got bombarded with a bunch of awesome women throwing great information at it. So I just appreciate everybody's patience here with us, but we'll get back on track. So my next guest is Catherine Nunes. She's the founder of the Social Selling Agency, and she's been helping B2B, that's business-to-business solopreneurs, is a fancy way to say I am am it, right? Solopreneurs with clarity and visibility so they no longer feel invisible and are ready to attract leads on autopilot. You know, we love anything that has to do with auto and automation. Audience. Big round of applause, Catherine Nunez. Hello. So Catherine had uh, a yes. little bit of an issue this morning. Tell them that and then, then share about who you are because you're really an awesome lady. 
Well, yes. Yeah, so, you know, I live in North County, San Diego, and um, we had a gigantic blackout. And mm. it even caused us to have no cell phone service. So, oh, my gosh, it was like the dark ages. Does that but, normally happen for you guys, or that's just is it these rolling no, brownouts slash blackouts, or is, what's going on? No idea, no idea. Mm. So thank goodness I belong to a fabulous co-working space called Hera Hub, and I was able to uh, just commute short way, and now I'm here to be happy and get busy and be on your show. Well, thank you, thank thank you for your patience and uh, interesting. It's amazing how um, you. I bet you you did this because I uh, like every once in a while the power will go out here, and it's usually because somebody does something in the neighborhood stupid, right? Somebody does something stupid, and then you need um, a transformer. Yeah, I know, you like know, really, because yeah, just like or, or somebody hit something. Through. Yeah, something yeah. dumb, right? And I, you're just a, such a creature of habit that when literally there's no power, right? And the first thing I do is like I sat down to do work on my computer. I'm like, oh, I can't because there's no power. And then I'm like, well, I'll just watch TV. And I'm like, wait, I can't do that either. And then I actually pushed oh, right. the light switch and was like, wait, there's still, hello, because we're so conditioned. You just go through these There's motions. no lights to put makeup right? on. There's, if you have an electric stove, you can't eat. I, then I was like, oh, I'll just make some coffee. I'm like, what's the what? <laughs> With what? That's right. The universe has a has a different has a different story for a lot of people today. It's like, relax, get your Christmas presents wrapped. To get it's a little bit. It's a gift. It's a gift. Well, and I'm, I love how you're spinning and looking at that because most people are probably going out of their minds. Like, what am I, what am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to get this down. I, I, I'm so far behind. I got well. Everybody in your little area is too. So that's the good thing. But yeah, um, the thing that that, that I was kind of segue into you because you were talking about, you know, attract leads on autopilot, right? So you're, that's kind of like an auto. And now we're going through auto motions because we're just so loose to we are programmed. We do this. And it's not necessarily that good of a thing that we're not using our brains. We're not thinking. So tell everybody a little bit about you and then um, whatever you want to dive into for the segment. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm, I'm using the words of my target market. And what, is, what happens with a lot of solopreneurs, and for those who are, who are listening, a solopreneur is a business owner that might have contracted team members, maybe um, marketing or sales or a VA that supports them, but for the most part, they're the sole owner of their business. And I love working with those solopreneurs because I can make a direct impact on them, and um, just seeing that transformation just brings goosebumps to me. So that's the definition of a solopreneur for me. And um, a lot of these solopreneurs are, um, they have a little bit of fear of being visible. But we don't have the field of dreams, right? If you build your business, they will come. You have to attract your target market. You have to go after them. You have to market to them. You have to be omni-channel and everywhere that they are so that you can stay top of mind and you need to provide valuable information to them and educate them and nurture them on their buyer's journey. So when they're ready to buy what you have to offer, you will be top of mind and they will think of how to get a hold of you. And because you're everywhere, it won't be hard to find you. And so that's what I do with my solos is I help them get visible. I help them understand who they serve, clarify what business problem they solve, and then understand the outcome of working with them. And we, we do that primarily on social media 
and on my favorite platform, which is LinkedIn. Hmm. So um, since you mentioned LinkedIn, and that is where a lot of the uh, business world is hanging out, right? And um, yes. what, what is something that you can give as a, um, as a tip, maybe something that they can adjust in their profile or something they should be pushing out there content-wise that would really help utilize, um, utilize the, the platform? platform because there's so much there. There's yes. so much there that I don't think people even know how to tap into it. Exactly. Now, if, for everyone listening, if you want to um, send me a direct message on LinkedIn, I can flip you the 25 common myths to avoid when growing your business on LinkedIn. So I'm going to cover just a couple of those um, live now so that people can um, maybe grab that nugget and run with it, right, as we're all building our strategies for 2022. So one of the things that um, I don't believe in is that you must post daily. Now, this is for my target market, the solopreneurs who are doing everything in their business. Really, the key is to be consistent about when you post. So if you are creating your marketing strategy or you're creating your LinkedIn strategy and you say, I am going to post three days a week. I'm going to have an entertainment um, post. I'm going to have an educational post. And I'm going to have an inspirational post and those are my three posts for the week and I'm going to do it consistently every day and then you watch what your target market responds to and then the post that they start to respond to the most that type you could then duplicate that and then maybe go to four posts a day but don't just throw spaghetti against the wall and post seven days a week because somebody told you you needed to post daily so that that's oh, a myth that that's that great I, um, <laughs> that I'm just I'm busting that myth for you. Another um, myth that I'm going to bust for you is that every post you create must have a graphic with it. So there's some statistics that show that posts with no graphics actually perform 60% better. Isn't that an interesting statistic? And one of the posts that's doing best right now on LinkedIn are polls. And polls, we could do a whole masterclass on using polls, but polls don't have images. So that's, that's an easy post that you can create today or this week that's going in line with your content strategy is a, a, a LinkedIn poll with no image. Think of, think of something you want to know from your target market, a, a problem that's top of mind right now that if you could solve would help them and, and uh, move your business forward and theirs popping into a LinkedIn poll. Are you using polls, Michelle? I have never used a poll. I am, uh, I, I've just seen a lot of them, right? But everybody has been saying that and these quizzes things are really key right now. But then, but then I take them too. So I'm like, why, are not, why am I not using them? What's wrong with well, you me? Know, yeah. But where do you take your quizzes? What I also teach my clients is understand where your target market is and where they're consuming the type of information that you're creating. So I might take quizzes too, but it's at 3 o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep and I'm playing one of those silly games on Facebook <laughs> exactly. to, see, to see which movie star I should be, you know, or something like that. So I'm not necessarily taking the long, drawn-out quizzes that then I have to give my email address for to get the results. So understand your target market and what kind of quiz they're going to take so that you could um, – create that kind of content. Polls, polls are working really well 
um, on LinkedIn. And then the, the last tip that I'll give you guys for today is you don't have to have over a thousand connections to build an effective sales pipeline. And um, people start to focus on metrics and they start to focus on vanity metrics. Like, I'm going to spend all day long just pressing that button, connect, 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 connect. They're not even worried about who they're connecting with. They're just worried about, you know, getting that 100 limit on LinkedIn for connections. But the key is really understanding who you're serving and who is going to buy your products or what problem you're going to be able to solve with your target market with the service that you're providing. And so you don't need a 1,000 people. You only need however many people it's going to take to actually make your number or your quota, and you need to know your sales numbers. So that's another myth I'm going to bust, that you can be very effective in a Facebook group, on an Instagram, wherever your target market is, and you don't have to have 10,000 followers or 10,000 connections to do it. Wow, this is really incredible advice. I love it's so specific, right? A lot of people give something broad or or like you're looking at a post and you're like, wow, that could apply to pretty like, you know, like the um you go to a psychic and they like uh they said, "You uh you had a bad day." And you're like, "Well, not today." You're like, uh, last week, I mean." You know, and you, <laughs> it's so broad. Yeah. Or <laughs> like what's his name? Remember um uh, God, I can't remember. He was he was very popular maybe 10 years ago and he would go on and they did spoofs on him on Saturday Night Live and he would go on and he would, uh, he would start saying something on a show. He'd be in an audience. He's like, okay, I you somebody with a, the name starts, you have an uncle that starts with an A and you're like now an A, a D, a G, a K, an F, an R. And you just keep running through the list and maybe you actually hit on it. But yeah, I love that well, you were you, very you know, specific. That is, <laughs> That's that's my that's what I do, right? Clarity, specificity, granularity, those types of those words, right? I'm a scientist by education, but we have. Oh, to really, that makes sense. And you know, for those listeners in Arizona, I went to Arizona State, so I'm a Sun Devil, and um, my my family was in Arizona, so I'm definitely have huge roots in in Arizona for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. but just. There's I, there's a whole list of 25 that you guys I can send to you, and um, if you don't have to worry about every one of them every day, take take a month and think about implementing one of those things that I recommend on the list. You can um, DM me on any of the social media. Go to KatherineEvans.net. You can find all of my services, but most importantly, it's social media places where you can message me or email me, info at KatherineEvans.net. I'll send you the list, and you can work on them. You can set your LinkedIn strategy for the first month of January and just mm. work on every one of those those steps. You could even do it over five weeks if you're not doing things on the weekend, and it will just help optimize your LinkedIn profile. It will help optimize your LinkedIn strategy, and you will be able to feel more confident on the platform as well as the type of posts and words and actions that you take on that platform to connect with your target market. Uh, I love that you just said to set up your strategy for January and you were saying only due to three days a week you can. And since you've got 11 days till Christmas, 18 days till New Year's Eve, 
uh, you're going to give them the information by just emailing it to you. Uh, you. You just did it for them. Like they don't have to do that much work. You did all the heavy lifting. Now someone just needs to follow the homework assignment. So I think that's yes, the timing. It, is, it couldn't be more perfect. Couldn't be more perfect. My it's friend. numbered one through twenty-five, and there's even a checkbox at the right. So once you do it, you check it off, and you go on <laughs> to the next one. Like you're you're basically like doing one step away from actually pushing the button for them. So I, you can't make it easier, people. Can't no more excuses, exactly. right? Exactly. No and more. And if excuses. you guys like, if you like what I'm talking about, if you like the way I teach, I'm enrolling. Can I talk about what I'm enrolling in now? Do you mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll I'll bring Mar- okay. Marissa. So go ahead. Sure. Perfect. So um, a lot, I hear my target market a lot say, oh my gosh, I signed up for that free version of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. I don't know how to use it. It's overwhelming. I'm not sure where to start with it. Well, guess what? I have an answer. I'm doing a six-week live weekly training to teach you exactly how to use Sales Navigator so that you can use the platform as it was meant to be used and you won't be throwing up or spamming people in their inbox. So um, the details of that are also on all my social media. So you can find it or you can also just message me and I'll get the information to you. Oh, that is wonderful. When does it start? Um, I'm waiting for the first 15 people. I want to interview the people before I um, just let March. anyone join because it's, it's an intimate group and I don't want competitors in there. I want people to really come vulnerable and learn. So I want to make sure that, we, we launch another class if there's two insurance people or two, you know, spiritual coaches or whoever I might come into the class. I don't want them to feel like they're competing with their person that they're learning side by side with. And that's another great strategy and that I want to just kind of to, to uh, expand on. Because it, as she said earlier, everybody, if you're listening, she's, you don't have to have a thousand contacts or connections in order to have that, that pipeline going. And it's all, and, and we were talking about earlier throughout the whole show, it's all about collaboration and it's not about, you know, getting that hundred connections on LinkedIn and um, then, uh, then what do you do with them? So, I mean, basically, you know, you're looking at it from the standpoint, um, it's quality. You want quality. You want to, you're going to get information uh-huh. from people. You're going to put together a class. You're going to bring, start bringing to people together. You don't want a one hit wonder where all of a sudden they have, that, that people are gone. Because you're, you're there to right. build the community. You're there to do networking. You're there to, if, it, if you guys uh, are on the same page, you know, you're like-minded, then you're going to be doing, you're going to be giving referrals to each other. That's the whole point. So it's smart to not just put, you know, everybody and their mother, come join my class. And then, um, and then nothing comes of it from them or you. It's, it's, a, it's a waste of everybody's time. So be smart yep. about who it is that you allow into, especially if you're doing something for free, um, who it is that you allow into that world when you're giving them information. Um, and if they want everything for free, well, then that's not somebody you want to work with anyway either because then they're with gimme, gimme, gimme. Well, that's not cool. That doesn't work. You right. can't go and, and you can't, where can you go to the store and just walk out with a whole bunch of clothes and then be like, oh, I, I didn't know that I, I get charged for this. Well, well oh, okay. I think what? sometimes you know what I mean? forget, right, the definition yeah. of business is positive revenue. <laughs> We're here to make money. <laughs> Right. The people we talk to during the day should be able to either be a, a lead, someone you want to work with, somebody that wants to work with you, or a referral partner. I'm not sure why you would spend other time with other people on the phone during your workday. Yeah. So, so we don't have to give away the farm 
and I mean, if you had a farm to give away, there's no reason to do that. You just want to just you want to find like-minded people and then take it from there. So um, absolutely, give me give your website one more time, Catherine, would you please? Yes, CatherineEvans.net. There you go, and there you have it. What a great and you can addition! Google. To, yeah, go ahead. Google me. You'll find me everywhere. Catherine E. Nunez. I take up the whole page, and I'll show you well, how to do that. You said that's, what, that's yes. what your jam is. You're there to get people to yes. be found everywhere. So, yes, you are a fabulous addition to our Patriotic Purpose Shipping Resource Platform. I look forward to implementing what you're saying in these strategies. I'm actually going to do it, and then I'm going to share on the show, and then um, I look forward to having you come back on next month. So thank you, my thank friend, you and so we don't talk much. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Same to you're you. You're welcome. Take care. You're welcome. You too. Uh, all righty. So uh, I am, I have blown the timeline of this show just far off the deal. Um, so I am <laughs> kind of made a little bit of a mess. Yeah. So I, I got a message from uh, Debbie and Stacy that they were not going to be able to make it today. So um, I stretched the soup a little bit was everybody was still on a roll. So I figured out oh, we have time and um it's not that we don't have enough content for everybody, because trust me, I haven't even t- touched any of the things that I'm looking at, but I didn't want to interrupt. If you're going to get some great quality content from people, and instead of seven minutes, we go a little bit longer, but I knew I had some room to absorb, then definitely by all means. So let's do this. We're going to turn gears right now, and we're going to talk about community, especially here in Arizona. Lots of corruption, everybody. Lots of problems, lots of issues that only seem to be getting worse. You know, it's uh, no sooner as one thing pop up and another thing goes around. It's like the uh, whack-a-mole, right? No sooner do we think we have one something in our control, psh, we hit them on the head. Next thing you know, another issue pops up and you're like, okay, what is going on? This is insane. But, you know, it, it is all about taking action, BLC. We, when I say BLC, it's business, life, and community. So it is the three pillars or the three legs on the, the stool of humanity. And you got to have a balance in them. So if you're doing everything 100% business, you're probably not even paying attention to your community and don't even realize that we've got so many problems just here, not to mention all over the country, with school boards and, and uh, um, city councils and uh, uh, co- um, county boards, you know, county board of supervisors. Who knew they were so important? But anyway, at least we've got people out there fighting for us and bringing us together like Marissa Hamilton. So let's get her a rock and a roll in here, everybody. She is the entrepreneur community-driven thought leader and the co-founder of EasyAZ.org. They're focused on education and make Arizona civic action easy as pie. Everybody, it's time you get off the couch, get involved. We got to come together because we got lots of issues here and all over the country to solve. And it requires some sweat equity, a little manpower, a little showing up, put a little back into it. Audience, big round of applause. Oh, busy lady, you have been in fuego the past couple of weeks here in the uh, sunny state of Arizona. My goodness, yes, we are stirring things up in a positive way. I'm very excited about it. You, uh, you're all over these school boards. You're working on the recall for the uh, school board uh, this, this in Scottsdale. That, that uh, I don't even know what you, what adjective you described that uh, the guy who's the president. <laughs> Uh, really? I mean, he's like, what does he, he think he's the CIA now where he's digging in and like putting together informa- personal information on parents and teachers and then not resigning, but yet he resigned from the board, but not from the position. He said, what, what does he think? What does he think he's, he's Biden? He think he's the, the federal government? Like, this is Scottsdale. This is like a town. You know what I mean? It is just well, unbelievable. Have, the arrogance. I have, an, I have an abusive ex-husband that he reminds me quite a lot of 
Um, and so that was when I was reading what he was doing to families, I was like, wait, is this the man I was married to before? I'm super confused. Um, and I, I bet you a lot of women said the same thing. Have... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Greenberg, who we're now calling Grinchberg. Um, he Ooh, I love was, it. He, all, all parents wanted to do was just to be able to participate in their schools. That's it which is really a a dream of a responsibility that we want all parents to be able to do. And his response to that of parents uh, wanting especially to make medical decisions for their children was he did dossiers on 46 families and even had a private investigator go and take pictures of their children. And unfortunately, Scottsdale PD uh, decided to become political and punt. And although we know that there are uh, laws that he violated and could be charged with for misdemeanors, they are choosing not to charge him with anything. And they are then punting it to the FBI and other uh, agencies that are under Biden, who is over the DOJ that called parents terrorists. So it, uh, the only so way for here's us to the solve thing. this thing. is within it, the people. Yeah, there's there's just this, the lawlessness, the lack of respect for, oh, I don't know, the Constitution, and these are laws, and, and we know that you've heard a lot of people say, well, you, you've got to go to your sheriff. Well, our sheriff was elected and paid for by George Soros, and he's like a lunatic, so that's no hope, right? And we've got, our, uh, we've got so many elected elites that don't do anything for us, yet most of them, I'd say 99%, plus the majority in the state and the Senate here in Arizona, are Republican-led, but we... we audit crickets right hello remember that we had something called an audit um and then uh now we've got even more problems so when the police don't prosecute and then of course in this for those of you who uh don't remember or don't know because it was kind of hidden um when the uh city scott scottsdale the city council those guys are pieces those are gems those are definite places of work so when they got a chance to vote on whether or not men can go in a boy's in a girl's bathroom or locker room or wherever just because they felt like it they thought that was a great idea and they were like seven oh let's do it everybody so men go be with the girls and go ahead and wear a dress with a beard and it's not a big deal and you're peeing next to a six year old girl so anyway, that's the, that's the city we live in. So, Marissa, what do we do as regular pissed-off people who are paying these salaries for the police? We're paying for the city council. We're paying an enormous amount of money to the school boards and the school system, like $14 billion this past year. So what do we do? What Besides, you know, sign the petition to recall them, what else can we do? Because it needs to be more. Is there more that can be done? There is that. There is always more that can be done. Um, so we have created a separate website just dedicated to this called parentspushback.com. And on there, we have added a statewide civic action petition um, to sign against the Arizona School Board Association to call on his resignation. If they don't call on his resignation by Christmas, uh, because, again, the Arizona School Board Association gets our tax dollars from the school boards that are members of theirs. Then we will begin to call on uh, organize at each school district level to call on them to uh, end their agreement with the Arizona School Board Association so that we essentially are defunding ASBA. We're also going to call on the resignation of the president of the Arizona School Board Association. Now, the School Board Association, this is how evil they are. They're responsible for 
the safety of kids, all of our schools statewide, and they do that via the school boards. They are responsible for putting every single school board member basically in office because they're the ones that choose them and then fund their campaigns. Um, again, no, that's the Arizona School Board of Association is the one who basically yep. is the controlling factor, right? They, they control everything. They're the Correct. mafia of the school system. They, okay. Yes, that's a great okay. way to describe them. So okay. they are the ones that sued the state for putting in the bills that mandated that parents get to choose medical freedom for their kids, but they also got rid of the bill that would have stopped the vaccine mandate in our government uh, and our private sector. So tens of thousands of families now are facing not being able to have a job come January because of the Arizona School Board Association. That is how corrupt and abhorrent these people are, that they are happy to cause children to no longer be able to have roofs over their head and be able to uh, have parents feed their families, feed their kids over their, over their obsession with being able to control your medical decisions. Um, I have to say I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because there is so many layers of that within not only the school system, but in our government, because you have a lot of these, uh, do we need another association, right? Do we need another uh, corrupt union? Do we need another quote unquote think tank or group that is out there, you know, especially uh, on the, uh, the GOP side, the, the, you know, the people that are supposed to be conservative. There's a lot of them that, that, that uh, ask for donations that bring in millions, if not tens of millions of dollars and, mm, I don't hear them going after the Arizona School Board Association. I didn't see anybody, uh, any of these big groups, any of these ex-politicians who now run these PACs and things like that. Um, Marissa, I didn't see any of them talking about, especially the ones that, that were here in Arizona. Um, I don't see them doing anything about recalling or trying to get uh, things uh, rectified here within our own school system or the vaccine mandates or shall I say the non-vaccine bioweapon mandates and the masks and things like that. Um, they're, uh, these groups are millions and millions of dollars, everybody, right? And they're all over the country, but we're just talking about here in Arizona. So it takes somebody like Marissa Hamilton to start her organization, what, only a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and yeah. with like two oh, no, pennies and that. nickels rubbing them together and then um, putting things together so she can actually do this. But, uh, but these other groups that have tens of millions of dollars that you give money to the air so it can line their pockets. So as we talked about earlier, you got to stop, peeps. You got to stop giving money to all of these big groups, these big politicians, these big candidates, because they do nothing literally to help you, me, we the people. You've got to focus on the small grassroots ones that actually maybe even ask for volunteers or that ask for help that say, you know what, we would just appreciate you sharing our post. If we could do that, that is great. As if it's these big groups that uh, literally take the money and do nothing. That's why we are where we are. So uh, expand on that because you don't get you know, big grants or big money. I mean, it's no, this is real. This is grassroots real. Yes, we do not. Yeah, we, we operate on a very shoestring budget. We started in April, but this is the, this is how much of an impact we're making already. So um, just a few days ago, uh, we organized about 7% of the city of Phoenix employees that are standing up, um, being very brave and courageous to stand against these mandates. We also are organizing with firefighters all over the state that are standing up for freedom and saying, no way, not on our watch, 
there, we, ha- we took an oath to the Constitution and we're defending it. So we met with our legislators, thanks to Senator Kelly Townsend. We met uh, with Warren Peterson and Wendy Rogers. Um, Karen Fan stopped by at the meeting. And we talked about what solutions uh, we could look at to be able to save, all, save tens of thousands of jobs uh, for people here in Arizona. But more importantly, also save public safety. Because if we don't have these skilled firefighters and these skilled police officers, then going to happen when we have a crisis and we have inexperienced people in their jobs or we don't have enough people in the jobs like what we have in Phoenix. And so we had about over 2,000 people that marched from the uh, Arizona legislature, the state capitol, to the city of Phoenix and then participated in public comment outside of the meeting because they wouldn't let, they still won't let the public into the meeting. And so it was this huge, (laughs) amazing act. And it was hilarious because the city of Phoenix will not shut down the roads for us. Um, even though they shut them down for BLM and Antifa for three months in the summer of love during the riots last year. Wow. And so, but and, they, and then they started calling everyone because right before the meeting, they put an announcement out saying, we're pausing, we're pausing the mandates. You don't need to come here. We're pausing the mandates. And I said, no way. I know your tricks. We're still marching. <laughs> and so all <laughs> All 2,000 of us went down there. They could hear us from inside the building because I had city council staff members calling me saying, is that you? And I'm like, can you hear me now? <laughs> and, um, and we even flipped a union. One of the, the unions have been supporting the mandates, and we flipped one of the unions that demanded the mandate to be completely suspended. So wow. we're making a huge difference, but we need everyone's help. It's not enough. And so there are a, there are a couple of action steps that we need your help with. If you go to easyaz.org, the letters easyaz.org, slash mandate, you can go on that website, and we have a number of city council meetings and uh, county public meetings that we need your public comment on. It's a very simple uh, button that you press, and it will bring up a spreadsheet that has all the meetings. You just click through the links and make your comments, uh, primarily talking about how we need to keep Arizona safe, and it is absolutely ridiculous that we would be uh, during a pandemic, a medical pandemic emergency, uh, while we have violent crime surging across our state, um, and we have looming forest fires that will come in just a few months this summer, that we mm-hmm. would fire a single police officer, a single firefighter. Not to forget, how are we going to have infrastructure or planning and development if we don't ha- if we lose 30% of our planning and development departments? Like this is a serious, serious issue, and so we got to come together as Arizonans and stand up for these heroes that serve us every single day. Um, and then also go to parentspushback.com and uh, click the link to sign the ASBA petition um, for them to fire Greenberg. They can call on Greenberg's resignation and stop protecting him. And if they don't, then please subscribe to the website because we will be taking more action in January on this. And then the last issue that I have for you is on redistricting. Redistricting is a a once-a-decade process to redraw our lines, but there's always some shenanigans that come about. And one of the biggest shenanigans we have this time around is in my district, uh, Schreikert's district, on on their new map It's called CD1, but it's currently CD6. They want to bring in the urban area of central Phoenix into our district which really violates our constitution because our constitution is supposed to be communities of interest and urban areas and suburban areas are different communities of interest. So what they're really trying to do is uh, take an urban population that's 
highly, highly, highly concentrated as radical Democrats and then flip our district. And mm-hmm. so today, um, the redistricting meeting, the independent who is the chair of the board, uh, Newberg, she said that she really wants to make sure that Central Phoenix stays in our district. Well, that discriminates against the people that are in Central Phoenix who clearly want to have a radical Democrat be their representative, so they should be staying with the rest of Central Phoenix and the rest of South Phoenix um, so that they can have the representation that they want. They live there for that reason. And then we need to protect the representation that everyone else in the district has. And so this is really a discriminatory practice. It's against our Constitution. And so we need everyone to public comment against this. And, of course, we make it easy as pie. You just go to easyaz.org slash redistricting, and all of the links are on there. So those are three action steps. One, easyaz.org slash mandate. Two, parentspushback.com, sign the ASBA petition. And three, easyaz.org slash redistricting. And all of these things need to be done in the next couple of days for it to be effective. And I just want to add to that that I'm in LD23, and they're doing the similar shenanigans up here. So that means they're probably doing it in each. And, and I went to a little Christmas gathering yesterday. There was a bunch of PCs there, precinct committee men, for those of you who don't know. Mm-hmm. Those that don't know, they should actually look into it and become one because you need to participate in your community. This is really easy, and it's actually pretty cool stuff. Um, but they were talking about the, we, the redistricting came up. And the, the, uh, there's a lot of other districts that are having the same thing where they're, they're re-zo- we're rezoning uh, so that there is more of a potential that they could win a Democratic hold, whether it is on a state level or in, um, like you said, Schweiker, which I uh, – you want to talk about rhinos and establishment. That guy, bad news bears. I can't even – I can't imagine that he's still here. No, notice how nobody knows him. You don't see him on TV. You don't see him doing anything no. with January 6th. You don't see him doing anything with the audit. He's the only person yeah. that we that you hear nothing from, and especially in an area of the Phoenix metro area, um, because he, he – but you hear nothing from him. That just tells you, guys, this is – Well – But it, 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 it's a mess. But do you want to comment real quick um, – because you you probably understand this. So if the there is this elected, I'm sure it's elected or appointed or something shady group that is in charge of the rules for the redistricting, um, somebody on the Republican side must have said, these guys are the best ones for the, the role. And let's hire them and probably pay them some money in order to do this evaluation and, and analysis. So is that kind of how this, whatever this group is that's in charge of making these decisions that we Somebody, well, somebody on the right thought that they were awesome, and they're, again, there is no left, there is no right. It's them versus us. Can you want to explain right. that to anybody so, real quick? Sure. So first I want to make a comment on Schweikert because there's something very important everyone needs to know. Schweikert and uh, Congresswoman Debbie Lesko both voted to fund uh, Biden's federal vaccine database. Oh, Debbie so did So it too? is very important Ugh. for what Debbie did too. So it's very important to know that both of these uh, Congress uh, people, Congress persons, they could have stopped that, and they did not. We had 80 Republicans that voted for it. Those mm-hmm. two are on the list to, uh, that voted for it. So we absolutely need to get these guys out. It is not yep. okay for them to be doing this to us. I don't care what their record has been in the past. If you're voting for a federal vaccine database, 
you are ushering in all of the bad things all at once. So that has to be stopped. Um, as far as the redistricting process, the way that it goes, um, and this is from a, an initiative that was voted in years ago by the voters, um, they have two Republicans, two Democrats, and one independent. Uh, there is a process as to how they get selected. Um, fortunately, in this situation, the two Republicans we have are fighting back. And they went oh. ahead and they made their own maps. And, yep, they went ahead and they made their own maps that they are promoting. They're asking uh, the uh, head of it, uh, Newberg, to accept their map. And so we do have people that are on our side. And so now she is looking at two different map versions, one that the Democrats want, that will give them an advantage in Congress um, that uh, Kate Gallego and Laura uh, Pastor um, have asked for different changes to be made. And then the other one is from the Republicans that um, would protect the LD23 district issue and also the issue in um, Schweikert's congressional district. And so I expect that Schweikert loses his primary, but that means that whoever then wins is going to have to have a big fight and they need to be able to have uh, the lines be representative of their community of interest. And Central Phoenix is urban. It is not uh, It is not like the rest of the district. So it doesn't make sense to put it in there. So we, we are in a positive situation, but we need more public comment, and we specifically need public comment, uh, especially from people that are either in that district or live in that Central Phoenix area. And then if you've got any questions on what you should do or the websites, it's just, hey, it's, you're like, I'm confused. I don't know where to go. Is there something that they can contact or they can email you guys so that way that we can get anybody that's interested? We want to make it as easy as possible, even though your website is very easy. Yep. I just want to eliminate any excuses for people to say, well, I went, I couldn't figure it out. And, and I don't want to lose that. Yeah, I want that absolutely. one public comment to make it through. So- Absolutely. So they, our email address is action at easyaz.org. And if anyone has any questions or needs help, they can reach out to us through that email address, um, and I'd be happy to help. So, um, and then the last thing is, is that with the legislative session right around the corner, uh, we are pushing to ask Governor Ducey to call a special session to save these jobs before Christmas. And so hmm. if you can write to the governor um, that would, and call his office, that would be very helpful. Um, but just in case, if you go to our website org and do step one, we will get you set up with the Arizona legislature system where you can thumbs up and thumbs down bills um, so that when these important bills come up, I can go down your show, let you know, let everyone know what's going on, um, and they will have access to sign in. But you've got to do it ahead of time. If you try to wait, we have to go down to the Capitol to sign you up. So if you sign up on our step one, we'll go to the Capitol for you, and we'll get you taken care of before the session starts. Right, so then when these things issues come up, because they're going to be coming up a lot, and we've all really, it's it's beyond our civic duty to actually just participate. And literally, if if Marissa is making it so it's only a few minutes, and it's not every day, there's no reason why you can't put it into your little routine, an itinerary of, of your to-do list on what you're doing before you start. Uh, you know, while you're drinking your coffee, you could be doing these simple things, the thumbs up, the thumbs down, and commenting and, and uh, doing the public comment. It's very, very easy. So um, it's, it's time, everybody, because then you can't complain. You'd be like, well, uh, I, I lost my job. Well, what did you do? Did you, did you fight back? Did you do the rally? Did you post? Did you communicate? Did you do any of this? So you, you got to it, – it's at the point where we all need to step up because if we don't multiply – and then um, we don't um, uh, motivate our, yeah, everybody and we don't, 
you know, joined together, it's uh, it's going to end. It's going to end real poorly for everybody. So that is my uh, my PSA. Uh, PSA instead of public service announcement, if it's a uh, pissed off and uh, get off your ass, <laughs> pissed off and get off your ass uh, announcement more so. Um, give the website one more time, yeah, Marissa, absolutely. would you please? Sure, it's easyaz.org. And if you want to see everything in one spot, you can just click the hot issues button. So easyaz.org, click hot issues, and everything I've talked about is right there. Right. And then if you're just a, you're just a social media person, we just love being on social media, follow them on Facebook and then uh, like and comment and share their posts and get the word out and then just part, start participating because it, uh, it is uh, no more excuses, everybody. We've, we've, we've allowed them to get away with literally murder and destruction for two years and uh, it's, it's, it's got to end. So, well, two years that we started paying attention, let's leave it at that. We let them get away for, for decades, but uh, no, no yep. more excuses. So thank you, Marissa, for everything that you're doing. And then I will see you on January 8th, which ha- also happens to be my birthday, at the, um, the county legislative district meeting where we're going to be electing the PCs Beautiful. or the people in the, in the elected elite. So we're, it's going to be grassroots and patriots versus the elected elites and rhinos and we'll see if we can start getting rid of some of them so this can i think it's gonna be real interesting i have a feeling it's gonna be animated well so i'm excited we are working yeah we are working on some things to pre-organize so i'll send you that information once we have it and i'm very excited to see you on january 8th on your birthday yeah thank you very much i'm gonna make the the entire auditorium sing happy birthday we're gonna try to pull that off <laughs> see if we could do it let's do it uh, yeah, let's, we'll see what we can pull it off. All right, I will see you then. Merry Christmas, and we'll probably talk before then because I want to I wanna talk to you about some of these things to help get the uh, strategic word out because we've got to mobilize the nah, the patriots so we can get rid of the rhinos before we get to the event on the 8th, which is the big um, uh, legislative, I don't know, the legislative, Merrick, it's Merrick Corruption County uh, annual meeting where you put in elected officers yeah. or the elected elite. So we got to get rid of the elected elite. We want to elect the patriots. So thank you, Marissa, for everything you're doing. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day and Merry Christmas, you, everyone. You too. You too. Uh, wow. So that was uh, a lot of info, right? That was a lot of info. And um, she, uh, she's really great. She's busting her ass. Like, remember there was, um, <laughs> what more are we saying? She, uh, we were talking one of the other times that she was on and she was saying how, um, uh, you know, <laughs> I said, how are you doing this? Cause it's like, you know, she's not working right now. She's working on this full time because she, she's a small business owner, but she's not putting a lot of effort and effort into her small business, um, uh, because she has to, uh, focus on this and like save the state of Arizona, not to mention a lot of other things. And she's like, <laughs> So you understand. She was, I don't remember the last time I got my hair done. She goes, you should see, you should see the outfit I'm wearing right now. So, you know what? It's amazing what people can do when they really have the passion and they're purpose driven about it and they, they want to make a difference. Uh, and then, you know, the goal is, is you got to start somewhere. You got to go ahead and throw this out there. And then, um, you got to give people kind of a landing spot and they're, you know, people are looking for leadership. They're looking for, they're looking for those people that are going to take to the fight that are going to get, uh, get the groups organized. And we do, I'm telling you, there are so many of those great, incredible groups that are part of our platform. If you go, when you go to our website, everything home about us.com and you check out all the different options, the pages, you're going to hang out on the take action tab and you're going to see must follow and 
must join. And those are the groups, the organizations, really the grassroots ones that are really putting their back into it to make some amazing things happen. And speaking of amazing and someone to follow. All right. She is, she is, uh, as I call her the queen of slides. Okay. So you you probably have heard of her. You probably have known her, especially if you uh, pay attention to any of the Clay Clark's reawakening events. Um, she's new on that scene, right? But she's definitely uh, one of the superstars. Um, but she is uh, slowly getting herself onto social media. So she's going to tell you she's got a Telegram channel. So you can follow her there. But it really it should be like 45,000, 450,000 people following because you want actually quality content. You want facts. You want information. This is the lady to listen to. So I'm going to give her an introduction and I'm going to bring her on. So my next guest, and I'm so honored to have her on the show. It's Karen Kingston. As I said, she is the queen of slides. And if you haven't heard her speak before, well, you're probably then still wearing your mask in your car by yourself, and you can't wait to get your fourth booster shot. And you're probably stood in line to get to inject that, you know, that non-vaccine bioweapon into your kids. And technically, you should be arrested for child abuse. And if, if the CPS wasn't so full of pedophiles, I would call them on you, but they're probably better off still being in your house than being in the system. Karen is a pharmaceutical and medical device business analyst with over 20 years of experience in bringing products to the market and, of course, the brains behind the strategies which made those companies hundreds of billions of dollars. And in the industry, she was the go-to expert and known as the cleaner. And now she's exposing COVID facts, showing how the sausage is made, and she's using her cleaning powers for good. She founded my fight to provide documentation analysis of COVID-19 healthcare issues, policies, and the non-vaccine bioweapons. Karen's on a mission to spread the truth, get America and the world to wake up and stop the crimes against humanity. Audience, a big round of applause for a God and country loving, people protecting, truth bombing, COVID crushing, bioweapon busting, passionate freedom, and pharma fighting slayer of a slide. <laughs> So I hope you were okay with that intro, Karen. It was, it was a little much for you. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's, hard, it's hard to be humble after that one, huh? <laughs> well, and, you know, I will send it to you so you can send my, you that. You know what? My mom would agree. My mom would agree with you 1,000%. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's perfect. But, you know, you deserve it. You really deserve it. You. Uh, what I want people to understand is uh, not only we're going to talk about, obviously, how smart you are, but literally you you gave up your entire career and you're turning big pharma on its head and exposing all this information where you can't work in that field anymore like that's not an option so yeah you know what i mean you you had to make that decision um based on what was going on but before you you you, um you you go in in down that road because i know that you're you're a big lady of faith and this has been the showcasing ladies who uh, love liberty because it's just amazing. The powerhouse. I just want people to realize if you're just tuning in, the powerhouse of women that have been on this show in a capacity of business and uh, personal improvement, life, motivation, community, or, like activism and organization and getting crap done has been unbelievable. So this is a perf- perfect segue and um, way to round out the uh, remainder of the show. So before we get into all of this, and, and obviously I want you to share about your incredible weekend. Great outfit, by the way, um, when you did your presentation. Thank you. Fabulous outfit. Yeah, and you looked great, too. Uh, but Thank you. What, uh, what made you decide to actually change gears and say, you know what, I'm going to give up my entire career and everything I've worked for, what, 20, 30 years to start telling people what's really going on? 
Um, well, I mean, I, I, I've always, I've always been um, a person of integrity and, and just an honest businesswoman, if you will. I mean, I have been an honest businesswoman. So I've walked, away, I've walked out of um, very large contracts before because I didn't agree with the company. So um, that's not something, you know, it, it, I'm not necessarily well liked in the industry. I've been, I've been told I'm too honest, um, oh. but people hire me when they need to. Yeah. Yeah, so I've walked, I, you know, this isn't, but th- I mean, this was more or less suicide, though, right? I mean, I've gotten threats for doing far less than calling out a multi-trillion dollar market. So, right. um, yeah, yeah, but but this was, uh, so so what just happened was, you know, I, what I do for a living is I go through a data, you know, whether it's peer review data, FDA filings, uh, and if I'm doing um, analysis for uh product line extensions or startups, I'll do IP intellectual property analysis. That's how I know about patents, how to go through them. So when I saw what was going on with uh, rolling out the vaccine so quickly, and then when they started going after children, honestly, God just put it on my heart to look into this. Uh, and I did not want to, but it was uh, the scripture, you know, if, if you if you know of Christ and you cause one of, one of these little ones to stumble, be better than a millstone be tied around your neck and you'd be drowned to the deepest level of the sea. So that was how I was feeling. So I, I mean, I, I, I honestly, people say I'm courageous. I didn't have a choice. I mean, God called me to, to look into this and uh, what I found was so alarming and upset, uh, upsetting, especially when I, um, not just when I found the, the weaponization, the chimeric studies done out of China in collaboration uh, with the U S government and U S uh, research centers like Harvard and MIT, you know, where they, they add HIV to the, uh, to the virus and, and, and other uh, very uh, lethal, toxic, harmful uh, codons from viruses. But when I found the world patent for Moderna and I read it, uh, it, it, did, it read like a bioweapon. It just it read like um, this was meant to do nothing except to injure, harm, disable, and, and kill people. Um, and so I mourned uh, for about three days when I found that document um, because it just, you know, that what was unleashed on the world is nothing short of, of pure evil. So uh, I didn't have a choice but to get the information out there. I wasn't planning on being the messenger, though. You know, originally I did send out a uh, number of, of emails with these documents to media outlets, influencers, um, politicians, uh, you know, at the at the federal Congress level, um, state level, and I, I just got crickets in response. To mm-hmm. be honest. Well, that's because yeah. they're all part of the problem, right? They, they, this is this is their plan. So why why are they going to respond to you? And they're like, oh, well, if anything, we need to keep this lady quiet. So I, I love timelines, yeah, and I love to explain that because it really it helps people put things into perspective because they always we you know our short term memory you know we got an eight to nine second uh, attention span and all of a sudden and we're like squirrel boom and we go on to something else. But especially in yeah. this timeline of the uh, COVID-19 political propaganda pandemic, it's, everything's really important now that we look back. I mean, just watching the trailer from the movie Plandemic, the third one that's coming out, I was like, oh, that's right. That's when that happened. Oh, that, oh, oh, you know, and you're just going, oh, wow. Because we were, you know, there was so much going on. So when you sent these, these letters and these emails and contacted some of these elected elites, you know, the evil beings that are in political positions of power, uh, I don't call them leaders. They're in positions of leadership, but they're not leaders. So what, when, when was that about when you started to do that? Remember? Um, May 22nd, and then on May 26th, I, I sent out, um, you know, 
much. May 22nd, I just sent it out to some politicians. May 26th, I did. Um, I just kept sending emails out to well over, I don't know, three dozen or so. It wasn't just, but I want to be clear, it wasn't just doctors. I mean, it was also physicians. I mean, people that are on this, on this side. Um, this was in May. Um, so, um, and I called people up and said, what the heck are you doing? What, you know, I sent you this information. And they're like, well, we can't say it's a bioweapon. So there was definitely um, a level of disbelief, even, even in those people who now are saying it's a bioweapon. Um, hmm. So, yeah, and it, because it's, it's so unbelievable. What, what, what I found when I released it, so I released it, and then, and then Rand Paul was, you know, shortly thereafter called for an investigation into the origins of the virus, right? Um, and, and that, you know, with Fauci heading it up. And I mean, that's, this is a, people take this as a politically incorrect analogy, but that's like asking, you know, O.J. Simpson to look into Nicole's murder, right? I was like, what is going on here, right? <laughs> this is insane. Mm-hmm. So um, it just, you know, um, and, and people just, it was, you know, to, to know that this was a bioweapon, it can only, you know, and then it has nanotechnology in it for some of the vaccines. It contains the HIV envelope, which, you know, brings on autoimmune disease over a period of time. I mean, people thought this was something that was going to save their lives and save the country. They thought, you know, they were doing something to be a good member of America. And, and so it was just the cognitive dissonance, even on the Patriot side, um, was there. It's so unbelievable. We, so it's kind of like, the way I explain it, it's like if you were ever in a, in a marriage uh, with someone who was like cheating on you or stealing from you, but you loved them, you trusted them, you adored them. The level of betrayal is unbelievable. And so even it took a while before people recognized that this actually was a bioweapon, even, even really good people. Just like, like I said, if you were in a marriage where someone deeply, deeply betrayed you, you know, um, you know normally if someone comes up and says, hey, this person's harming you, they're doing this to you, uh, typically, if you really trust somebody, you know, best case scenario, you find the people who are warning you to be annoying or stupid, and worst case, you lock them out of your life. You just can't believe it because you trust this person so much. And that's what happened with our government. Um, so many people trusted our government so much and Dr. Fauci so much that it just, they could not believe, and they, some people still can't believe that this betrayal would ever happen. Um, so they find the truth to be annoying or stupid or they lock it out. And I understand that. I mean, I absolutely do understand that. I've been deeply betrayed personally in my life before, so I get it. Well, and that is what they've been conditioning the, our society in general for decades is to get you to be in this uh, this model of having all these false authorities to think that the government is going to solve all your problems and all the information because some guy's wearing a white coat or he's got a certain title that that's the one they need to listen to. So it is it is a uh, you know you're seeing kind of the implosion we'll see, we'll of think, all of that. The reveal we'll about it when. When the virus, quote unquote, hit America, it was like, okay, 2.2 million people are going to die, but don't worry. The government, you have to stay in your house, locked down. You're basically on home arrest, but don't worry. We're going to send checks out to everybody. Your rich daddy is going to take care of you. We're going to take care of everybody. So once they did that, they got, they got control, they got trust, and they got adoration, right? Because who doesn't love free money? So we all got really comfortable with this idea of socialism. We're like, socialism rocks when really it's the plan to destroy America. So that's what happened, you know. So, I mean, and I, we all participated in it. Not, you know, I wasn't going out of my house, you know, when they said the two-week lockdown saying, this is stupid, this is insane. Like, you know, I wasn't, you know, we went along with it. I mean, all of us mm-hmm. did. I mean, very few didn't. Um, 
So, you know, and then, then we kind of were like, yeah, socialism is awesome. And we, you know, we kind of forgot about history where it only leads to enslavement and execution of people. We're like, oh, forgot about that part, you know? So um, it was a well-orchestrated, well-played uh, deception. And I, um, my heart goes out to those people who are still deceived and betrayed, but I, I absolutely understand how it happens. I mean, I, I absolutely understand, you know? So. Well, I want to make it clear for everybody that who hasn't listened to your presentations before, whether it be at any of these, the Freedom events, because you're at a lot of them now, or Clay Clark's Reawakening Tour, or even on multiple different shows, she doesn't give opinions, okay? Everybody, because somebody had even asked her in one of the interviews, they said, what's your opinion? She said, I don't do opinions. I don't give opinions. I actually just give you the information that is listed on the websites or in the documents from the patents or from all of the lettered agencies and the pharmaceutical companies directly. So I'm just telling you all this information, you can get it yourself. It's all out there. And um, so it's, these are not opinions. This is, you, you can't get more factual than the slides and the information that comes out of Karen's mouth. So it's just a matter of uh, digesting it, kind of understanding it, and then accepting it as this is, this is it. Like, there's no spin and there's no opinion. Do you want to com- comment on that so people are kind of clear of, yeah. of how you know this? Because it, 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 even – and, and, and I don't mean to interrupt, but it, I want to just kind of make this clear for people because even during the, the, the Reawaken event that I watched – um, some of the people that were on the stage, they are a little bit more, it, it's not cut and dry. Some of it's still like interpretation. Some people are still talking about variants. Some people are still talking about that it isn't a virus yet. It's never, and then, then the other people are saying it's not been isolated. So even though you, you've got all of these great people, they each are kind of taking a little bit of different point on it, but it's interpretations of a, maybe a, a, a study or a something or other. But at the end of the day, Everything that comes out of your mouth that you're showing, and, uh, and I call you the queen of slides, is literally directly from the powers that put all this stuff together that continue to push it out there. And there's a huge difference in that. So come yeah. with that so people understand because so, it is so important. So, uh, so as a marketer, and I had my own agency for years, and I worked at the one of the largest agencies in the industry. So what a pharmaceutical or medical device company can and cannot say, or biotechnology uh, company, now that we're in gene therapies apparently, uh, is based on two things, what they filed with the FDA and what the law is. And that's it, right? So my clients, make no mistake, my clients could care less what my opinion is. And I, I do not give my opinion. I, I All I can do is I work with, you know, when I go to a med legal review, there's, there's lawyers there, there's doctors there, there's scientists there, there's marketers there with many advanced degrees, uh, and I simply have to walk them through their documents about what they can and cannot say. And I'm usually called in when a company goes rogue and starts giving interpretive, you know, messaging. Like, that's not really what the data says. Um, so that's usually why I'm brought in. So that's, that's, that's what I do. So um, a lot – so everything, not a lot, everything that's been said by the uh, CDC, Rochelle Walensky, uh, the mainstream media about these vaccines being safe and effective and low risk, it's all, it's, 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 it's propaganda. It's lies. Um, uh, and it may be based on their twisted opinions, but it's not, it's not substantiated by the data that's been filed with the FDA. Uh, and even when you read the FDA's own analysis of the data within the documents from Pfizer and Moderna and J&J, they, you know, it clearly says, says they don't know if these are safe. And it looks like they might be high, um, high risk uh, and could cause death. So that's in the actual document. So that's what I present. 
And that's what Simple. I do for my clients. Cut and dry. Yeah. Cut and dry right there, everybody. It's really cut and dry. Yeah. Again, it, it goes. It yeah. matters on where you get your content, where you get your information. We already know that we don't get it from from television. We don't do even Fox News anymore. We don't even deal with Newsmax. But uh, it, even when it comes to the, the sources within, you still need to be really uh, uh, really selective on where that comes from um, because it matters. It matters at this point. But if you if you use, use Karen's information as kind of your baseline, right? So that because you know that that is what 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 the pharmaceutical companies have uh, filed, and that is these are their own studies that she cites when she goes through her presentations. So are you okay right now? It's not saying next slide because you don't you don't have your slides show because we're audio only. Are you, are you okay with that? I can pull something yeah. up. What do you want to What do you want to talk about? But it's important you say, like, you do have to consider the source when you get information. So, you know, so if the source is mainstream media and their biggest sponsor is Pfizer, you got to consider that, you know, um, uh, especially well, if they're not showing you uh, documents that references yeah. for what they're saying. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, if, if you watch in a lot of the news shows, literally every commercial has to be is from a pharmaceutical company or it, it's promoting a drug. So when you start just kind of paying attention, then you'll see who is in control and who is paying the bills. Um, so what I what I wanted to obviously I wanted to get some feedback from this weekend. So let's, let's let's just let's have a little fun right now before we, we get into some serious stuff here where we're going to really open people's eyes, especially when it comes to what's going on with kids in and the non-vaccine bioweapon and kind of even Dr. Sherry Tenpenny said people need to get prepared because there's a lot of get prepared for the millions of deaths that are going to happen. And um, what, uh, what was the kind of the best presentation besides yours that you saw this weekend or that you were, you uh, somebody that you maybe saw that you wanted to meet or any, anything that uh, you can share the what, for what you were there for three days. So you have to have some real, something must have amazing must have happened for you personally while you were there. Um, I, I mean, I was actually in and out um, and I took my mom, I was in Branson a, a week ago. I took my mom there and she said, you're no fun to be around. All you do is work. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, I'm really not fun. I literally, um, I'm at the events, and if I'm not doing interviews, I mean, I even when I go to parties, like they have parties that we go to, mm-hmm. I have a stack of papers that I'm reading in the corner, and people are like, you oh. got to be kidding me. Wow, you are definitely somebody that uh, I get. You're, I'm sure you got a, a lot, like a dance card a mile along, if that's uh, if that's, <laughs> that's what you portray there, I'm Karen. Not, I, uh, I'm not fun to be around. Um, at, I mean, at all. I mean, I can't. So, like, I, and I. I mean, I'm just. I'm not. I missed most of the the presentations. I, I mean, I missed. I missed all my 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 favorite people. I got to take a photo with Dr. McCullough and his wife. That was nice. But uh, Dr. Dr. Martin, I didn't get to see his talk, but um, I did watch one of his talks a while ago. And what he what he and I saw him afterwards at a, a social event, and I I got to talk to him about this, but he did give one talk where he said, you know, people were like, what can they do? And one of the things he said was, you know, live a life, you know, worth living, like make people go, that's what I want to do. And, um, you know, we get so wrapped up in um, what's going on, which we, which is important, which is important, but take time out to, you know, have joy in your life, connect with people. Um, and I told him I saw that when I was in the middle of doing some analysis for somebody and I just, shut down my computer. I went, took a 
Zumba class. And then, uh, you know, just before I went away on this event, I took my mom and my son to a musical at my church. And, and I was like, I was turned into a real jerk there. And I, I mean, cause I just, I get so obsessed with, uh, get not obsessed with the wrong word. There, there's so much information that needs to be gone through and presented. And I, I get, um, kind of on a track to that. So that, that I thought was really good advice from, from Dr. From Dr. Martin, which is, you know, don't, you know, during this fight, don't, you know, don't forget to take time out to connect with people and, and have joy in your life, right? That's that's what's important. So, so it sounds like you you took his advice two times and then fell off the wagon and went back and was reading in the corner at a party where you're supposed to be engaging with people. Okay, that's okay. Baby steps. You did two. <laughs> you did two. Well, you're gonna work on that because you got to give that little brain, or shall I say, that big brain a break. And especially, uh, what's interesting because I've watched obviously a lot of interviews, and um, when you're all serious, you're all serious. But then when you kind of ease up a little bit, and you're like, okay, she's got a good personality. Well, we need to throw that in there a little bit more. Then just uh, you know, slide after slide. So, um, my my Christmas wish for you is to uh, ease up and go have a uh, live a life worth living and throw a little fun in there. You need to have a little fun. We're not getting any younger, my friend. And as as women, we don't get uh, we don't great we don't age that gracefully. So take advantage of the looks while you have them. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do too. Before I start melting, right, and become you know old and crusty, we need to take advantage of what we've got. Uh, before, before you can't fix it with yeah. any amount of money. Um, oh, all right. oh, but my highlight was so I'm in the green room, and obviously uh, we had Eric Trump speak, right? And so right. we're all listening. It's all quiet. And then he said, I promise you, help is on the, on the way. And I go, yay! And I start clapping, and the room's silent. I was like, did y'all not hear that? Oh, that's too funny. Oh, I, I heard him say that on the stage, and I was like, huh, I wonder, like, because, you know, he's saying, what, what, another code, something else? But I'm like, all right, I'll just, you know, two minutes of, of being, you know, uh, positive about the future. I'll take it for compared to what we've had to go through. But interesting that you, well, I, none I'm of your friends chimed in. You know why they didn't yet. chime in? Because they've never heard you say anything other than what's on a slide because you're always in the corner doing yet more research. <laughs> so they were like, who, what, what? We didn't even know you can talk like things that didn't have to do with uh, medical analysis. That's what it was. See, they didn't even know. <laughs> the best, I was at a party once and Lee Dundas comes over to me, you know, the human rights attorney, and I'm reading my papers. And she's like, all I want to know is, you got three tabs on one page there. That must be important. Send me those that three tab statement. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, they they know they're 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 even making fun of you in a good way to kind of get you off the ledge to come back down and actually like be like regular people kind of thing. So they're they're this is your these are interventions, Karen. You see that right? These are they interventions. are interventions. Okay. Yeah, my All friend right. Ann Vanderfield always trying to intervene. She's just like, you're such a dork. I don't know how we're going to save you. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Ann's great. Ann's great. I've actually, and you've been on her show. I've been on her show before. She's been on our show. And she's just, she's she's great. So I'm at least, at least she is in your corner trying to, uh, trying to turn you a little bit. But that's all right. You, you'll come around. Yeah. You'll come around. I, I, I have confidence. Yeah. Um, already, are you ready to do again a little little uh, nitty gritty dirty here where people are going to get a reality check because there's really bad stuff sure. going to be happening? Okay. 
We're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to change gears. We're going to put on our, our, uh, we're going to put on our serious hats here, people, because we're going to start talking about the kids and what really caught my attention when one of the interviews that Karen gave, and I take lots of notes. Everybody knows that I have a pen and paper always handy. I've gotten to the point where when I'm, I'm just doing a social phone call, I'm taking notes when that's when I knew I have a, a problem, but it doesn't matter because if there's something of value that I'm sharing with other people, then you know what? Um, I, I took one for the team and there you go. But the thing that caught my attention in one of the interviews that you mentioned is, uh, and then I'll let you go in whatever direction you want, but this kind of was just really were my ears. You know, like when the dog perks its head up and the ears go to the side, cause it's like, huh? I, this is what caught my attention. You said that when they, in, in the non-vaccine bioweapon, what they were going to be doing is they were going to be replacing the saline in the studies, or at least what they originally submitted in the kids' version of the non-vaccine bioweapon with something called, well, the abbreviation was TRIS, and it was thermo... Thermethamine. Thank you. That's, I liked the TRIS better because yeah. I was like, I'm going to butcher that. And it had to do with a, uh, it was a toxic blood thinner. And it's normally used under supervision of a doctor doing some sort of surgery to dissolve blood clots, but it's also used in biotech labs to increase the permeability of new genetic materials into cells. And this is for the five to 11 year olds. And then when you brought that up, I said, Oh, wow, that is, that's it. That is the thing that really might actually have people start paying attention because of the two, the two reasons why it's probably in there. Do you want to, Kind of go with that to start the kids chapter. Yeah. So the trisomethamines, I actually got to to talk to some doctors and they they clarified some stuff with me. So it is, because I knew it was used under cardiac surgery and in a cardiac cardiac infarction um, and also in bypass surgery. And they were saying actually what it does is it reduces the acidosis that happens during um, when you're, you're, you know, you basically have a heart attack or heart inflammation. So um, this can also this could be could be used to prevent the myocarditis, right? So it makes your your blood what they were saying is more alkaline. So, but it's normally only used under the supervision of a cardiac surgeon, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's only meant to um, be used in you know when people are, are suffering a serious cardiac event and need uh, surgical intervention, basically. And what I was explaining is that there are guidelines for um, animal studies. And in animal studies, if they were to be using this, what we're calling this vaccine, you know, the Comirnaty, in uh, let's say it was in dogs or puppies, and they found that it was causing massive heart inflammation that resulted in, um, you know, the harm, the, you know, the, the, the puppies wouldn't be able to exercise anymore, so they would be euthanized, or if it caused heart attacks or resulted in death in the puppies. And someone said, look, I got an idea. Um, instead of stopping the trial, let's add tris to it, let's add trimethamine, you know, it is somewhat of a toxic agent, but that will override this other toxic effect potentially that's, caused, that's being caused in the puppies. The trial would be shut down. The investigators would be like, no, that's completely unethical. We are not going to move forward with adding trimethamine when we know this agent is causing heart inflammation in the puppies. Like, it would be unethical to do that to animals. And this is what they're doing to our children. And that's by design. This is not something where they had an oversight or they were mixing something. And then they're like, wow, this is, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Oops. No, this is by design. This is just so that the you know, that there isn't such an increase in children's heart attacks and deaths 
that an alarm would go off in the American people. So again, this it's hard for people to understand this, and I understand this is not a vaccine; it's a it's a bioweapon. So the heart inflammation, the death, uh, the paralysis, um, the convulsions, the neurological disorders, uh, these are not side effects. A bioweapon is meant to harm, injure, disable, and murder people, and that's exactly what it's doing. So it's done by design. Yeah, let's let that sink in for a second. Take a look at the approval. On page 25, it says missing information, vaccine effectiveness. So this doesn't prevent any kind of infection or spread of infection. It can only disable, harm, injure, kill people. That's all it can do. It can't do anything else. And if you look at the FDA approval, it says that. It can cause heart inflammation, right? We know it can cause death. It can cause anaphylaxis. They say it can cause, looks like it causes vaccine-associated enhanced disease, including vaccine-associated enhanced respiratory disease. They say in the FDA filing from November 20th that 409 people in the injected group had cases of COVID that were unconfirmed, and it states, this is from the FDA's own document, they cannot tell the difference between the vaccine's reactogenicity, so the side effects of the vaccine, or if this was a virus that caused severe COVID. So this could have caused severe effects, and they can't tell if it was a vaccine or a virus. And that's a problem because those severe effects include kidney, liver, uh, and neurological damage, ICU admission, and death. And it brings, you know, so, and if the FDA and Pfizer can't tell if it's their vaccine that's causing it within a week of the first or second dose or something else, this is in November last year, and yet they released this to the world, that's a problem. Well, it's a problem for the recipients. It's not a problem for the people who are pushing it because they want you to take this for obviously nefarious reasons because that's what they want. They want the damage. Yeah, so that's the thing that you're doing out there is you're trying to get this information to people for the ones that want to pay attention, the ones that you have hope for of actually uh, – penetrating, you know, this, this, this facade, this propaganda, this conditioning that has brainwashed them to try to uh, save them and their children's lives. But there's only so much you can do. I mean, how many times can you, can you keep saying the same thing over and over and then even giving them new stuff that makes it even worse, Karen? I mean, it's, I understand it's probably got to be frustrating for you and some of the other people that you talk to all the time who are on this side of trying to get the information out and people are just not they're they're not cluing in. Well, no, and the doctors are all lying, saying this is safe and effective. I mean, all the doctors are saying, oh, myocarditis, it's mild, there's no sequelae of disease, meaning that there's no progression of the disease. Well, how do they know this? Because in the Pfizer FDA approval letter, um, or approval license on August 23rd of this year, there's six myocarditis studies that still need to be inclu- completed, and all of them include monitoring the, the sequelae of disease. So who are these doctors who are saying there's no progression of myocarditis, it's mild and it goes away, when Pfizer's are saying you've got to do six more studies to figure out if the myocarditis, how quickly, how rapidly it's going to get worse in people. And according to the American Heart Association, I believe uh, many, especially in, in young, healthy males, myocarditis sometimes has a 20, uh, 20% can have a two-year prognosis especially if it's uh, caused by immunogenicity, 
and, and it can have in like half of them a five-year prognosis. So who are these doctors to say, you know, there is no sequelae of disease? When, when Pfizer and, and the FDA are saying, we don't know what it is, and we've got six studies that we have, some of which are five years in, in length. Well, you know, it kind of it goes back to we got to keep things kind of simple, right? You want to use common sense. We keep those common sense caps on. The problem is we took them off, right? We didn't have our critical thinking, right? We, we went down different paths, and some people are still over there at Lost in La La Land. But, um, you know, just comparing it to other uh, new well, the other, the other vaccines that have come out in the past were actually vaccines. Again, this is a non-vaccine bioweapon, two different categories, but let's just pretend that they were similar, right? They, they would remove these things within uh, what, what, whatever the swine flu or whatever the one that was in the 70s. Um, they took it off after it was like, what, 20, 30, 40 deaths or something along those lines. And then all of a sudden now this is obviously they have so much more. And that's, that's their own studies, not including what's on the bears, which is only 1%, not including what's on the yeah. the, uh, the Medicaid, which, you know, Renz was talked, our attorney, Dr. Or the, Tom Renz, the attorney, was talking about even more information that they used uh, yeah, discussing 8, over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. You, want to, you want to comment on that, too, where people just, you know, it, it, you don't need uh, 10,000, 100,000 deaths for something because that's not normal. Like they're setting a new floor of what normal is supposed to be when, they, when, when you're taking something that no one's taken before, and especially, you know, all the animals die. But let's just try it on people. Oh, more than 20 died? Keep it on the market. So it's comment on that because that, I think that's part of the problem, too. They're, they're making, oh, well. Only a small portion of the people died. Uh, no one should be dying from things like this. Yeah, well, it's not a small portion, right? Um, it's a, I mean, that 409 number I just threw at you from the Pfizer vaccine is, you know, it's, it's over 2% of people within one week who had a serious adverse event, right, that could have resulted in hospitalization or death. And then um, we have over 19,000 deaths in VAERS last time I checked, over 38,000 disabilities. Renz pointed out there's over 48,000 deaths in the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services for people over the age of 65 who died within less than two weeks of any any one of the vaccines. So these numbers are extremely, um, extremely high, you know, um, and the myocarditis and heart attacks, uh, that's well over 22,000 now at this point. I, have to, I haven't checked the numbers in a while. So this, again, is not, um, it's not a vaccine. And people, you know, if, if people want to know how we got in this situation, it, it's, it's because of a number of laws from the PREP Act to POPRA, but I want to um, point out the Cures Act. I don't know if people remember, this was passed in the law December 13, 2016, as Obama was on his way out, he signed it into law. So it was passed by Congress, but um, they rewrote a bunch of the laws to do clinical experiments on humans. So remember, as long as we're under the emergency use authorization for these vaccines, these are all experimental products. And Pfizer said they're not going to produce Comirnaty. On September 13th, they put out a press release in the NIH, and we're not going to produce it. We're only going to produce the experimental version. And so what Obama passed into law under the Cures Act was that in a clinical trial, informed consent does not need to be given to the individual if it's not in the best interest of the subject, of the human subject. So... In animal trials, if uh, once the animal realizes that it was part of an experiment and knows it's going to become, it's going to die, um, they're supposed to euthanize it because that stress is not good for the animal. Hmm. So 
I'm not sure. I mean, so, you know, why are, why are they lying to us? Well, they don't have to give us informed consent. They, I mean, under, under, under the Cures Act, informed consent does not need to be given if it's not in the best interest. So if they don't think it's in our best interest to be stressed out that we were injected with a bioweapon, they don't have to give us informed consent. Well, that was an argument that people were, were discussing early on, or at least a topic, saying, well, this is, you're not getting in, informed consent with this. Well, now you, you're, you're verifying, or at least saying that in the CARES Act, which obviously these things are by design. They didn't, they just, he didn't just sign this before he left because. It was the CURES Act. It was not the, oh, the cures, CARES Act. Cures. is the relief fund. It's the CURES Act. I think it's Section 3023. My desk is a mess. I can't find it. And, and they rewrote informed consent. And they, one of the, one of the, it, one of it is, it's like you do not need to give informed consent if it's not in the best interest of such human subjects. Here, oh, here, I got it right here. Novel clinical trial design, section three zero two one, subtitle C, modern trial design and development. It says here. Let me see. Uh, section, oh, section 3024, informed consent waiver or alteration for clinical investigations. Uh, uh, it is amended by striking except where it is not feasible or contrary to the best interests of such human beings. Insert except where it is not feasible. It is contrary to the best interests of such human beings um, or the testing proposes no more than minimal risk. So what, what, what we fall under is it's contrary to the best interests of such human beings to receive informed consent. Section 3024 of the Cures Act. That's what that is. They don't need to give you the informed consent. They could just go ahead and, uh, uh, well, we already know they can't mandate it, so it's in the courts, but as far as just regular people need to understand, you know, there's so much against um, we, the people, and what are the, constitution or even their own federal laws where you can't mandate uh, a device or something that is approved under the EUA, like you said, which is the PCR test, the mass and the non-vaccine bioweapons. They can't mandate it. It's their own rules, right? The federal rules, but they don't care about that. So now that you have, you mentioned this informed consent, they don't necessarily need that. So that's one other layer of protection that we no longer have. Um, what else is there? Well, there's, is it, but I, that, that goes against our Constitution. I mean, that's the, the, pro, the problem is our government, our elected officials have passed laws, federal laws that violate the Constitution. I mean, that's in violation of the Constitution. Well, and the thing that is that nobody challenged that. I mean, it's 2021. We're almost at 22. This happened in 2016. All of these big think tanks, all of these big, you know, like the Heritage Group or whatever these foundations are where they have all these these fellows and people that are supposed to be out there, you know, protecting us in the country that make tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of it comes from uh, people that make donations to them. Um, nobody did anything. Nobody's saying, well, that's against the Constitution. ACLU, you know, I don't even need to go into that. Oh, ACLU uh, is a joke. Sorry. Right, but it's just funny. It's, that's, that's what they're, they're originally supposed to be doing, fighting for people's rights. Well, then here, here's a great one, and this is uh, five years old now. And nobody, nobody has done anything. And, and, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Not only be wary of where you're getting your content from, be wary of who you're supporting politically or uh, what organizations you're giving money to, whether it is something as 
um, as, as these big groups, which you don't need to give any money to the big people because they get money from the government laundering money to them, or they get money from big donors that need to be politically positioned, right? You're the lobbyists and all that other stuff. So you don't need to be giving money to those big groups. The groups that meant people that you give it to that are the grassroots ones that we were discussing earlier, the ones that are actually doing the work, the ones that are actually going to the rallies, the ones that are actually uh, rolling up the sleeves, the ones that are actually doing the work, like Karen, her, or her group, My Fight, um, she's, uh, she, she doesn't make money. There's nobody paying her a consulting fee, like six figures, like she used to get at Pfizer that she would be like, okay, well, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and I'll analyze this and, uh, and thank you. And I'll take the check and thank you very much. And I'll do my work. That doesn't work anymore. So, and I know she doesn't like to do this, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. You know, it would be great if you can, if you can, instead of sending the money to these big groups, these big politicians, uh, that really have no use for you. You give it to the little guys. You give it to the little guys that are making the most uh, impact, the ones that are doing the heavy lifting, the ones that are delivering the truth, the ones that are, are doing things to help you, the regular Joe, like Karen. So, Karen, give your GoFund, GoSend Fund account number and then give your website, too. I want that fresh on people's minds where they're listening to this information. Um, sure. My, my website, which is it's a work in progress, we just threw something up there, is uh, my site, M I. FIGHT.com. That's my fight, spelt M I F I G H T.com. And then um, if, if there's value in, in, in what um, I've provided, uh, you can go to. Wait, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Karen, 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 I got to stop you. I got to yeah. stop you. You're, you're not good at promoting yourself, Karen. And, and that's probably because you're <laughs> constantly in the corner reading all the literature. So we're going to. There is so much value in what Karen's providing, and there is incredible content that's in there. And the only reason why a lot of things have been happening where there's been movement is because people like Karen have actually been providing the information, which is literally saving lives. So I just want to, to reposition how we're seeing this because there, if, if you don't think there's value, then, you're not, then you need to re-listen to any of the shows or presentations she's done. So I'm encouraging you, throw her a bone, guys, even if it's five, ten bucks, something that you can do because the more that we can get funds going in her direction, then she can do – she actually has a plan. She's not just taking a bunch of money from people because she's doing this research. She actually has – of course she does because she's like – a strategic analysts. That's what these people do. They plan things, right? They research. They, they are, they're very smart. So she actually has a plan on what she wants to do with the, my fight and, and really getting, getting more movement when it comes to tr- trying to, to, to resolve the issues, even from a legislative, political, or even just getting more information out. So um, let's try that again, Karen. <laughs> let's try that again. <laughs> okay, so if you'd like to donate, you can go to uh, give, send, go, forward slash, my fight. That's give, send, go, forward slash, M-I-F-I-G-H-D. So um, give, send, go, or give, send, go.com, forward slash, my fight. So M-I-F-I-G-H-D. So that's my, that's where you can, that's where you can support the, the cause. And we, um, and we can go through more data. We can even, we can even talk about some of the stuff we're doing here in San Diego to try to stop this insanity. So, I think Whatever you just you love to say about. the word data. I think I think you just want you just can't you can't it's like <laughs> you just have to. You're like, oh, I got to I just gotta go ahead and touch the slide. I've got to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is quite funny because you, you know it, 
I'm interested. If you're coming here to Phoenix, I'm going to be at the event. I'm going to be in uh, one of the VIP media deals. And then, of course, I think we're going to get a booth and a couple other stuff. So I, I'm excited to meet you in person to see, to see what this, this data wound up lady is all about. Um, and maybe we'll, we can uh, do a, a group intervention then and actually um, maybe have you put down your notebooks or something for a couple of days. You think you can do that? I think you can do that. Oh, yeah. And just work with the people there because everybody that is there is just, you know, we just do conversations, no pen and paper. Um, we'll work on that. Um, all right. So I know you're dying to dig into some more data. Um, how much time do you have? Because I know you're busy. You've got other shows to do and you have a, well, you don't have a life. You just told me that. So we'll, we'll, you're working on it. So when, how much time do you yeah, have? Yeah, my mom even told me, she goes, this is why you've been single for so long. She's like, because no man would put up with you doing this. So that's what she's oh, not at all. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, because they don't care about that kind of stuff, Karen. They really, they don't really, it's, there's, they've got two or three things that are on their agenda and literally listening to you give Deata tips to be out things. So they really, that's not their jam. So, but that's all right. Exactly. All right. right. You don't need them anyway. It's just, you know, I tell people sometimes, they say, Michelle, you married. And I say, no, I'm getting, why would I want, why would I want a husband? It's like having a a pool loan, like a third mortgage. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Another liability is certainly not something I need. You know what I mean? I could take out my own garbage. That's not a big deal. Um, With that being said, um, all right. So which data, what, oh, let's do San Diego first. Because I want to give people examples of what's going on that actually you're making progress on, especially because you have somebody like you in the corner that's throwing out the information and support. So it's not just a bunch of people with signs going, hell no, we won't go. It's actually, there's, there's more movement to that. Yeah. Let me, um, let me pull up the, the violence. So, so, so I gave a talk in San Diego um, because they were mandating that all employees get vaccinated, including the police. Right. And, 40% 40% of our police aren't vaccinated and they don't want to be, right? They don't, they don't want to get the vaccine because it's the bioweapon and they're like, we don't want this. Um, and they, uh, it was Mayor Todd Gloria proposed it and it was passed um, by the city council. Uh, you know, but what it, it's in violation of our constitutional, uh, our constitutional rights and uh, specifically, there there are charges that you can bring against them, uh, and and those charges there's uh, it's called a U.S. Title Code 18. So if you look up U.S. US Title Code 18, sections 241 and 242. Uh, so section 241 is conspiracy against rights, and section 242 is deprivation of rights under color law. Uh, and to simplify it, color law is simply your inalienable God-given rights. Right, that's what it is. Um, and so, again, that's uh, U.S. Title Code uh, 18, Sections 241 and 242. Uh, and, and so this, this, and it, this is a the Constitution, right? You're taking away people's inalienable God-given rights under the Constitution, and they can result in fines um, or up to uh, one to ten years in prison unless, unless the law that's in violation of our rights results in physical harm or death. So then it could uh, result in life in prison or sentence to death. So hmm. I was like, wow, this got to be real fast. Um, so, <laughs> but exactly. This is why I had to open my talk at Clay's event with prayer. I was like, you don't understand. I got to open with prayer. Yeah, um, and you did. So, yeah, you, did you, was that memorized or did you just wing it? 
As, sure. Well, let me get through this, and I'll explain to you about how that came about. Because, again, it was not – it really wasn't by choice. So, so again, U.S. Title II, Sections 8 uh, – U.S. Title II, 18, Sections 241 and 242. What you can do is if um, – whether it's your school board or your city council or your mayor or your governor, um, you can send them a, a letter to put them on, on warning that these mandates – um, specifically the vaccine mandates, but also the mask mandates, right? They're in violation of your civil rights under, um, under the Constitution. And then any way um, that they've caused you duress or harm, like any way, you know, and, and it can be in any way. And especially if you've been, you know, even if you took the vaccine and let's say you haven't had any symptoms or anything yet, and maybe you won't, but if you took it under duress, so, you know, the fact that you submitted yourself to an experimental biological agent under duress and now that's causing you stress, you know, these are things that you can, you can write out and then you can either have it notarized and sent to your public officials or you could have another version where you have a witness sign it and that's pretty good. That's just, you know, pretty good to having it notarized. Um, so you can send this to them via mail to put them on warning. You can also, I always recommend people like send stuff um, via email. This is, and I've got to get this stuff up on, on my site, so the emails that I've sent to the San Diego Unified School District, San Marcos School District, the mayor, the city council, um, and their scientific advisory, because I put them on notice. And it's really important when you send an email to copy, um, like, everyone you know and their sister so that they know that you're not alone. I mean, ask these people if it's okay with them that you send it, um, but make sure people know that you're not alone. And then, ideally, if you send these statements about how these mandates have harmed you, how they're in violation of U.S. Title Code Section 18, or U.S. Title Code 18, Sections 241 and 242, right, and that they, they need to stop these mandates because they're in violation of it. Um, ideally, if you have witness signatures and or notaries and you've got a bunch of people in your neighborhood or your church to do it, you could then pay a, a service processor 100 bucks to then serve the government official those documents. I mean, that would be the ideal way to do it um, and then keep track of all this stuff. But that's putting them on notice. Um, you know, another thing you can demand that they do is they just simply demand, and this should be done at the state level, but it can be done at the county level, that, you know, COVID-19 is not a threat to public health safety. Um, because once they do that, technically you're, you shouldn't be allowed to even get a vaccine in that county or that state uh, because they're only available under emergency use. So uh, the governor, the Democratic governor of Colorado recently said COVID-19 is no longer a threat to public health in um, the state of Colorado. And if you get sick, mm -hmm. it's your own fault because you didn't get vaccinated. But legally, he should, you know, he should not be allowed, he should not allow anyone to get a vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine in his state because it's only available under EUA. It's not like the PCR test, which can be used off-label. Like, they're, they're, you know, these are only available under emergency use. There is no FDA approval of them. There's no FDA-approved uh, product available. So another way to stop this is to, to have your local officials uh, say, hey, you know, COVID-19 is no longer a threat to public health safety, and then all of this chaos has to stop. And the reason why they won't do it, there's too much money. COVID-19 is a trillion-dollar market. I haven't even had time to go on a show to present those business plans, you know, that go out for 10 years mm -hmm. across diagnostics, across pills, across uh, different vaccines. So there is an evolution of the types of vaccines that they plan on injecting people with for COVID-19. Uh, there's a $500 million project being built here in the Salk Institute called Biocomputational Tracking for COVID-19 over the next 10 years, where the Salk Institute is working with Qualcomm to track 
the genetic mutations of COVID-19 over the next 10 years. So this is a multi, multi-trillion dollar industry. And, and believe you me, um, some of that money's, you know, fallen into the pockets of our, our government officials, which is why they don't want it to stop at every level. Well, and that's happening here. I'm in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and Doug Dushi, our governor, he's on the board for TGen, and so he's making money off of uh, the tests that are being distributed all over a place like candy, right? So he's and that, that's that's like an obvious conflict. That's not including God only knows what's behind the scenes, plus the money they're getting from oh, the yeah. federal government that's in their coffers with billions of dollars. So I mean, we've for us to go through some sort of legislative part, like even here, we can't even get in. He's a quote unquote Republican, right? They're rhino Republicans. And then Brnovich, he's a rhino Republican. And then you've got the House and the state. You would think, okay, you guys are a Republican state. No, we're a rhino Republican state. And we have the majority in both, but yet we can't get anybody to call a legislative session to remove um, the declaration that you were mentioned about that COVID-19 is not a public health safety. So then all of a sudden they lose their power. So they can't do anything under the UAA or the EUA. So it's like six of one half dozen the other. And then our entire County is just, is corrupt. And from every, from the board of supervisors to the sheriff, to the whatever. So then what do we, you know, it's like everybody's helpless, but yet yeah, you're giving things that we can do, but is it really going to work? Or, and then how do we get, you know, it's like, it's like, People are well, then what beyond frustrated, Karen. What do we do? You have, to go outside, you have to go outside your local county if everyone in your county is corrupted. So they're, not all the police yeah. are corrupted, right? I mean, obviously, 40% don't want to get vaccinated. Um, and it, it, it comes down to, Sheriff, I guess Sheriff Mack would probably, I haven't listened to him on it. I've talked to some federal marshals myself directly. But you'd get a federal marshal, uh, and, and they would help organize and conduct um, the, the arrest of these people. Uh, and they would deputize, uh, they can deputize people to, to do the arrest. Yeah, that's pretty much that's what not, it needs to come not, down that's to. Not my, that's not my show. What? No, no, no. You're just you're dealing with data and facts. I get that, but I'm just saying this. I'm just, I'm uh, there. There's a lot of information that you have that you're that you're even dealing with some solution providers in order to to go with whatever the law is or lack thereof. But you're explaining it. So the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because you're just showing that. These are the reasons why we're in the situation where we are. Yes, we've got the data about the actual non the, the non-vaccine bioweapons, but from the the like the legislative part, which are obviously you were mentioning the COVID-19, and you mentioned the whole thing before, and I just want to clarify that so people understand where this all got started. When Alex Azar con- they did the confirming of the cases, which there was no test at that point. Because I want people yeah. to really understand, if you, it's like anything else. If you don't know where it came from or you don't know where it started, you can't necessarily fix it. And maybe by hearing these stories yet again, the people that are on the fence that are still thinking that, you know, the doctors are telling the truth and the information is accurate and I can't wait to get my booster. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to get my kid at three o'clock so I can take him down there and they can inject him with this awesome, awesome thing. Maybe that'll turn them around or they'll just finally clue in. You want to explain that real well, quick? Yeah. So, yeah, people need, uh, I mean, I think it's important for, like you're saying, to understand what this is all based on, right? Um, And it's based on fraud. You know, you can't get out of the situation unless you realize how you got into it. And we got into it based on fraud. So on January 27th of 2020, Secretary Azar uh, from Health and Human Services declared that confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus that uh, resulted in COVID-19 coronavirus disease was a threat to public health safety 
therefore a threat to national security and Americans living abroad. But the problem was, he said it's confirmed novel coronavirus cases that were the threat to public health safety. Like you're saying, there was no test. There was no test in January last year to confirm the cases. There was no test in February. There was no test in March. And then if you do even look at the PCR test today and this, like the latest CDC report that I looked at from October 29th, people in the hospital diagnosed with COVID-19, right? These expert healthcare doctors said, you have COVID-19, you're in the hospital, you're so sick, you're in the hospital with COVID-19 and the symptoms. We're diagnosing you with COVID-19. They ran the PCR test, only five to 10% of people in the hospital tested positive for either SARS-CoV-2 or the Delta variant, which causes COVID-19. So it's not a virus that's causing COVID-19. It's mm-hmm. a financial incentive to the doctors and the fear-mongering propaganda. And now it's the vaccine that's causing COVID-19, because if you look at the FDA documents, the FDA and Pfizer go, uh, we don't know if it's the vaccine or something else that's making people come down with what we're calling COVID-19. Could be the vaccine that's making them sick, hospitalized, and dead. We're not sure. Yeah, we're not sure. That's, that, that is just unbelievable yeah. to yeah. me. That, then that's okay with I people. Well, sure. I am sure. sure that the vaccine is causing that. Well, right? I'm sure, not sure of that, not because, sure. because I read the documents. Yeah, I read the documents where they're saying on October 22nd of last year, the FDA said, look, the mRNA vaccines can cause um, Guillain-Barre syndrome, encephalitis, you know, inflammation of your brain, a myelitis, inflammation of your spinal cord. It can cause heart inflammation. It can cause heart attack. It can cause disseminated coagulation, blood clots throughout your whole body. It can cause autoimmune disease. Uh, it can cause multi-system inflammatory disease in children, and it can cause death. So I don't know why the FDA is saying they're not sure if the vaccine causes it when on, on October 22nd they said the vaccine is going to cause this. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, it's like a word salad. They love to they love to dance on the language and change it up. Um, you know, you've worked in this industry for what 20 or 30 years or so, so you're familiar with all these pharmaceutical companies. They they've paid you a lot of money over the years for your expertise. And um, Moderna is uh, isn't this the first time Moderna has actually done a non-vaccine? Like they usually never did anything in this category before. Is that right? Yeah, they've always done mRNA gene therapies and cancer therapies, which is what this is. Um, and and the reason why they use mRNA in people with rare autoimmune diseases and advanced cancers um, is because those people die quickly. So hmm. you know, hmm. there's no attribution to the actual experimental biological agent they injected in the people they don't it doesn't this it just these people are are have a 90 percent chance of death usually so when they die it's not you know or if they live two weeks past the three weeks they were given to live they're like look our vaccine or sorry our biological agent wasn't a, a, a success i mean it's yeah um this yeah, so is not, they're, they're giving it to biotech- people that they so it's almost like it's all skewed. It's like a skewed study because they're like, well, we can say that we got an extra week out of them. So it's a success, even though we knew that they were going to die. So and our thing could have actually maybe even expedited, but we won't count that in the study. We'll just put that in a different column and we'll, ch- we'll call it a different name. Yeah. Yeah. These are, these are, you know, they fall in the same category as CAR T cell therapies, chimeric antigen receptor T cell therapies, you know. Um, that produce antigens um, and spike proteins too, because they they, have their, their, they are weapons. They're these monstrous viruses, man-made viruses that attack cells, 
Uh, and in theory, in cancer, they were designed to attack and annihilate cancer cells, but um, they can also attack and annihilate healthy cells, cell cells, and that's called immunogenicity. Um, and, and Pfizer has to do another study. Here's a shocker for 12, 12 years to under 30 years of age to evaluate the immunogenicity of a lower dose of the Comirnaty. Um, and immunogenicity is, is defined by the FDA. It's, so this is, this is a quote directly from an FDA document on protein-based uh, therapies and immunogenicity. And it says, a major problem with protein-based therapeutics, which is what you know, Moderna and Pfizer are, right? It's an mRNA that produces a spike protein. So a major problem with protein-based therapeutics is their immunogenicity, that is their tendency to trigger an unwanted immune response against themselves. Antibodies, these antibodies can cause complications that can be life-threatening. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, you know, at least they so put it in the paper. designed to kill cells. Yeah, at least, at, least they're, they're, at least at some point when, where, where you are looking, that doesn't seem like a lot of people are looking in the right spots, but you always seem to find it, right, because you know how to dig. You're like one of those uh, honey badgers that's digging. You're, you're digging in the, uh, the data of all these uh, pharmaceutical <laughs> Michelle, things. Michelle, I, didn't, I didn't dig that far. I read the approval license. This is the <laughs> approval license. This is, it, this is like on the second line. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know. I was like, they're like, Here, here's the license that Pfizer can produce and sell Comirnaty in the United States. And I was like, huh, let's take a look at that document. I, I mean, this isn't like, I didn't go back to 2004 database on the NIH. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just looked at the approval. <laughs> right. It's right there. They're telling you right there. But, but you would think that people that are in this world, that are, that are the doctors, that are these experts, they obviously aren't looking at this information, which is pretty much very, very important. And the other thing that you brought up, which uh, I kind of heard a couple other people mention it uh, after you did, and it was kind of like, hmm, I have a feeling that they looked after she brought it up because there was enough of a lag time. Uh, you had mentioned that uh, in the fall, I believe sometime in the fall of 2019 is when Moderna and, and, and the reason why it's come out now is Moderna and NIH are in a, in a battle over the patents and uh, about the court and the money. And that's when it came out yeah. that the, the vaccine was actually something was filed literally well before any of this became like a, a topic of discussion. Comment on that yeah, when, when you found that out. Because you, you actually broke the news on that, and then I heard it like a week or two later other people talked about it. So I want to make sure that you get the credit for that. Well, they, well there's, a, there's an article in Nature magazine. Um, I think it was printed in May of this year. Uh, and it's the, it's, I think it's called the IP landscape of the COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, and if you read, it's, only, it's a really quick article. I mean, they got cool maps where they show um, where they show where everybody owes each other royalties, right? And up in the corner, you see everything seeds into the NIH. And underneath that, there's a bigger bubble around Moderna, but then it all falls into the NIH. And if you go through that article in the back, you click on all the references, they have the contracts there. So you can find the contracts that were entered. Uh, so um, I believe the Moderna uh, NIH contract is there. And so is the Pfizer-BioNTech contract, which I think was entered into the end of 2018. Maybe it was the beginning of 2019, too, where BioNTech and Pfizer also entered into a contract to produce an mRNA vaccine under an emergency use authorization that they hmm. would – so they would – Pfizer would give BioNTech their name, right, to produce this. 
Um, so, yeah, that's, that's um, but I think it also was recently in Moderna's uh, investor, investor presentation that they just gave. They went over that contract, too. But that Nature Magazine article is, uh, again, it's for, I, I can shoot it, email it to you afterwards. It's a, um, you read the article, and it, it, you know, it's a little bit alarming, but then if you go and, and click on all the references and read the documents, it, it's pretty alarming that this stuff was all locked and loaded, uh, you know, two years, 18 months out to 2020. Yeah, so that should so, be another warning sign for people that uh... – you know, again, beyond by design, like this, a master, you want to talk about a master plan, you know, that's like a, when the master plans and the uh, old, well, you, you, and I, you and I are in the same age bracket, like the old cartoons where they put together their master plan and they're like, ah, ha, 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 we're going to execute our plan. That's this, but like on crack, that's how, that's how big it was. Oh yeah. Uh, but if you just, well, it, again, look at that. the timeline, Karen, that's why I wanted to, for you to point that out, because if you look at the timeline, you look at the history, you see that. You, it's not disputable, right? You just go, oh, wow. So this actually, you did all these things to get approvals, knowing that you're going to do this, and whether it's six months or twelve months later, then all of a sudden we start the we start the propaganda, we start the conditioning, we start the messaging that oh, we've got something. There's 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 a report from somewhere that there's a, there's an issue with a, a Wuhan or a bat or a something, but that was done months before, but it was still six twelve months after they filed paperwork because there, I mean it's. Again, it's just trying to get people to to pay attention and to think outside of the propaganda box. Um, but you know, some some people you can't you can't get that message through. So I guess what we're trying to still do, which is frustrating. Like I said, I'm I'm sure you're frustrated too. Um, you're repeating the same things over and over, and um, where uh, some of it's getting through, some of it's not. But then again, you're you're always against the the media that is just uh, constantly adding and changing and, and manipulating. Uh, no sooner do you think you, you made some headway. Um, so with that being said, what is it do you want people to really know? What is it that you think are, are some highlights here? Um, I've got 16 minutes before we, so before we live the live stream. So, um, I mean, what do you want to share with them? What do you have brewing? Um, I mean, kind of the floor is yours just to, to, just, you know, make a highlight reel here. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get something. We'll save some lives. I, I don't know at this point, cause I don't know what it's going to take for some of these people to wake up. Um, I was just pulling that article I was mentioning to you. Of course you uh, are. Of course you are. <laughs> Uh, you are fun. You are you are fun to, to uh, uh, have on the show. I must I must say that you've got a good sense of humor when you show it, Karen. So you throw that in there a little bit more, would you? <laughs> I mean, it's not kind of depressing information. Um, I, What's I, I'm saying? You got to You got to You got to You know, because you're in this 24/7. Like you even said, you get a, you brought up a great point. Once you realize the the. Uh, how big this was. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying not to use fancy words because I want to be able to people just to relate to it as opposed to when people men- mention really big words. When people realize how severe this whole, when you realize how it was and you're reading through this documents and you're reading through the information and you're putting this all together, you're like, OMG is not even, the, I'm sure what came out of your mouth. And you said you were like, you cried for three days straight because, and it's not because you're a weak person. It's because you saw 
really what's transpiring. Yeah. So, I mean, for yeah. you to take this on, and then obviously you're, you're not doing any, any balancing there. We know that you made that quite clear, but I'm just saying is, you know, when, when you do these things, throw in a little bit of lightness just for your own sanity, um, because this is heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it is. It, it, no, I, when I, I mean, my cries, I mean, I was wailing out to God. Like, I mean, it was, you, you don't, you know, I don't wish this knowledge upon people, but people need to realize that darkness, that evil exists, right? The greatest trick the devil ever played on man was convincing him he doesn't exist. Um, and I think that that's where the shock is. That's where the, that's where your heart sinks. That's where, you know, it's, it's, it's just so alarming. I mean, that's why I opened in prayer at Clay Clark's event, right? Because um, I ended the discussion, as you know, that um, the mRNA spike protein has been sequenced and it's got this, what's called a, a double codon from, from viruses. And it has something called CGG, CGG. Well, that's the HIV envelope. It's the, it's the glycoprotein from HIV that attacks the CD4 cells. And, it's it's been it was tracked by a bunch of scientists or detected it by a bunch of scientists out of India, and then the Wall Street Journal did an article on this on June sixth of this year, saying, "Hey, this uh, CGG CGG HIV envelope or glycoprotein is in protein, right?" And then the Pfizer FDA approval license says the Comirnaty mRNA. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 sequence produces the Wuhan-HU-1 spike glycoprotein. It produces the bioweapon. And then so the articles explain in the Wall Street Journal that this is not found in nature. It's man-made, so it can be patentable. So mm-hmm. I searched on the NIH website for HIV glycoprotein 120, like everyone does on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, I found that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> and I thought oh, yeah, yeah. paid himself twelve million dollars out of you know U.S. taxpayer dollars to to research weaponizing HIV envelope, and he owns a patent on it, so mm. he makes money off of this too, and so that's really heavy to know, and this is why um, the FDA, Pfizer, all these doctors um, are showing, and or not doctors, you know institutions are saying like post dose two, your risk of getting COVID increases over time. I mean, there's a study or there was analysis done by the Department of Defense on our Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services where 5.6 million people were injected and they showed if you got two doses of Pfizer or Moderna at six months, your risk of getting COVID increases by two, two and a half times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why, you know, and there's other things. So why is that? Why are people getting herpes? Why are people getting shingles? Why, you know, why are people getting these mouth sores? Well, their immune system is being attacked from, from weaponizing it with HIV glycoprotein, which Dr. Fauci researched, patented, and insured was part of this vaccine so he can make some money off of it. So that's, that's really horrible information. So I opened with prayer that our hearts aren't um, hardened with unforgiveness because uh, then evil wins if we, if we just simply want to um, be angry and hurt murder one another it's not that's not the that's not the resolution i mean these people need to be held accountable but um uh that that's not you know we don't win by having evil prevail so um so that was uh but that but that's that's alarming and i think the other thing um which i didn't get a chance to get to in my talk though is that if uh one thing i talk to clients about when i work with startups is like eventually your product's going to be ready for market 
but if your market's not ready for the product, it's going to fail. So I know there are incredible products derived from um, the way our body naturally works, uh, and products mean biotechnologies, nanotechnologies, from the natural way our body works um, that can help stop the production of mRNA, that can help reverse this damage, um, that can reverse the damage of the autoimmune viruses. But until America realized that it was harmed, um, they, America can't be healed. And I think that's where we are. I mean, we can't get products to market as long as there is a corrupt FDA and, and American people that are still going along with the lies because it'll, we just won't be able to bring it out. We won't win. So until that, the current FDA is taken out and the CDC and the NIH and the American people um, demand accountability of these people um, and, and demand that uh, people are put in, in, in power and that businesses and researchers and individuals that are, are looking to help people and, and, and for the greater good are empowered to do so, then we can't heal. Uh, and we're not, we're, not, we're far from that, unfortunately. And it's almost like we, we still feel, when it comes to getting anything done at that level, I mean, just as regular individuals, even if you bound together with a whole bunch of groups and other people, I mean, that's, unfortunately, that's just not something that we can, we feel like we can do anything to do anything about, or that we're just, we're, we don't have that, we don't have that capacity, right? It's not, we can't get anywhere with our own elected, then of course, you want to take down all these different industries, and which is what needs to happen. So in the meantime, all you can do is, you know, uh, be smart enough not to take it, try to get yourself repositioned with a new job, and to, if you need to get to that point, rather than sacrificing to take the non-vaccine bioweapon and, and also then um, uh, wait until the court systems and maybe they hire you back or who knows what's going to happen because it's just more lawsuits and things like that. And especially when it comes to the kids, but if you're insane enough to give it to your kids, we well, can't help you, right? Can't help you there. Uh, you're going to have to answer to somebody else, up to, uh, somebody upstairs, some big guy you're going to have to be accountable to when, if you do that, but definitely don't. And then beware and, uh, you know, you've, you've brought this up before, and I mentioned it on the show, WHO, you know, they're setting the, the groundwork, the precedent to say, hey, listen, if your kids are in school, well, then guess what? That's informed consent. So we can go ahead and just take this little this, uh, non-vaccine bioweapon and jam it in their arms and we'll just give them a piece of pizza and then just tell them not to call and tell their parents when they get home. So that's, that's what's coming next. And the kids shouldn't be in school anyway. Um, because the you know it's it, it's an infestation of, of indoctrination centers, but that's a that's that's not a, it's not Karen's uh, forte is the homeschooling. But um, but, but, but anyway, I just wanted, I wanted to throw that in there. Just to throw that in there. Yeah, no, it's the destruction of America. They're teaching our children to accept to hate America, right? To yeah, um, yeah. hate capitalism, um, so that they will welcome this um, this. Uh, new government of socialism and enslavement of the American people. I mean, they want our children to be welcoming it. And I mean, that's part two. Um, you know, is it Munchengen's disease when a parent tells a child over and over again that they're sick so that the child is like begging for treatments for a disease they don't have? I mean, that's what they're doing to the children, oh, yeah. making them wear masks and testing them so that they, they beg for, to get injected with something that's only going to harm them, you know, for something they have no risk of getting or getting sick from, you know, or getting infected with. It's, it is it is child abuse at many levels, 
many levels that can result in uh, the disability and death of children. It's horrible what's going on. But I think what people can do is they can send notices, put people on notice. But more importantly, you know, if you learn the truth, you know, practice understanding the truth by talking with like-minded people and then go out and speak the truth to people who aren't like-minded, you know, but, but, you know, I used to run a Bible study for four years and we for women who wanted to get back into business. So we would, constantly practice speaking to one another, right, on how you would talk to someone like with your elevator pitch or how you would do an interview. That way you were prepared when you got into mm-hmm. the situation to speak. So, you know, whether you're listening to me or someone else, not my, some of my talks are too, too intense, I think, for, for people. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, even if it's like the news that shows, what, 70% of Omicron people are infected or vaccinated, like, that, mm-hmm. So obviously the vaccine isn't working. Like, how, like practice having that conversation with people and then speak the truth to others, you know. Um, that, that, I think that can help wake people up. If you, I mean, just practice it in a non-confrontational way if that, you know, that's possible. But that's, that's, that's something people can do is um, talk to their neighbors, you know, who don't necessarily agree with them. So um, it's almost you know, like that's, we need to... That's, we need to start doing the classes where we have uh, people that can come on, they can practice their non-propaganda talking points of, yeah, you know, so like pure facts so that when they, they go out into the world, like not only do you have to take care of your health and you should be on the supplements and the protocols, right, and make sure you have your ivermectin and your HCQ at home because if they, you happen to get it, you want to make sure it's right there, right, because you don't want to wait for a week or two to the telemed uh, visit can ship it out. But you also need to always, like you just mentioned, you, your mind needs to be prepared because you're going to be stepping into this world where you still got maniacs. You've got COVID slaves running around, you know, with their dirty masks on, you know, running around trying to uh, convince people that you're the unclean. You're the one that needs to be uh, injected, but yet they're the ones that are really the ones that are at the problem. So you've got to You've got to be, not only does your body need to be prepared, your mind needs the facts, the correct language so you could spread the truth. You know, when uh, these these narrative-loving, child-abusing COVID slaves start spewing their propaganda all over the place, especially during the next couple of weeks during the holiday season and then beyond. So that is a, that is a good point. So we, we need to expand the Bible study into the uh, non-propaganda talking points elevator speeches, Karen. I think that's a, that's a, see that now that is a good project for you because it's not just reading data points. It is actually like interacting with people. That's very good. That's what you should do. (laughs) That would be healthy for you. That'll give you an outlet. So then you're not just, you know, making tabs and in the books and in the slides. I think that would be a very good, I have a feeling a lot of people would be inclined to hear you. Uh, guide that in some way. So it's something to put on the to-do list. I think that would be very, very good for you and very good for people in general. Thanks. I'll add that. I'll add that. So, no, I think it is important, though. I think at some point – no, I know. There's so much – this has been a 20-year plan, so to try to get 20 years of information out, you know, in an interview is challenging. But at some point, you know, you got to start being human and connecting with people. And I think, you know, hopefully we're we're at that point. Yeah, you see Brian Williams. Uh, resigned from from MSNBC. That was big, huh? Yeah, but did you did you thought... listen to his speech? Did you listen to the yeah speech? that what that they're burning it all down and he's going to oh jump gosh. ship? I Is that like, kind of what he said? I was surprised that he was in disagreement with the state of the country, and he was like he was sounding like he actually liked America for a change. I was like, wow, whoa! And I know it was because he's Canadian. 
Well, they're doing bad things up there, too. So I was just... I know. Uh, that's why I was surprised. I meant, like, Canadian communist. I thought that's what he was, right? So, <laughs> well, MSNBC. That's what, you know, their whole network is. And, of course, you know, I still... Even though he he recovered a little bit in my in my opinion of him of uh, just being a total... Uh, I haven't figured out... They'll just call him, like, a left lunatic. Um, but he still did the lie with the helicopter. And then that's when he had to switch from being like in the number one position in news to uh, MSNBC. So, you know, he'll never recover from that. But the fact that he did say all those great things about the country, meaning that it's literally uh, on, on fire right now. I was really surprised that he even could acknowledge that, especially on the air. It's almost like he, he has coming to Jesus. I said, okay, all right, well, that's one, one, one down out of how oh, many. Yeah, and then- and then Facebook was in federal court, and um, they, their lawyers had to submit documents saying, yeah, well, the fact checkers aren't really fact checkers. They're just those, – those are opinions from these other parties that have very strong opinions. So that came out too today. Oh, I didn't know so that. So my point is that everyone yeah. that's listening to the fact checkers on Facebook, you know, and that people like me are misinformation, uh, domestic terrorists, uh, whether you're right. from Facebook or the mainstream media, uh, yeah, the last 48 hours, they both got checked, right? Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, no pun intended. So, yeah, Facebook had to admit that their fact checkers are just providing opinions from, from organizations with strong opinions. That, so that's helpful. That's, that's, it's good. But, I mean, there's been a lot of damage that's done. And then, uh, of course, the credibility issues. Um, people aren't, like, in the beginning or they still do it now are they threatening like death threats to you or they're like that kind of that kind of crazy stuff or does that calm down or did that ever happen um it's happened but i just um i don't know i I guess i just ignore stuff or block it now i just i don't have time for this stuff i got stuff to do i don't really i just you know i'm doing my my mom and i always talk because i um i I stopped my mom from getting the vaccine early on because right she's 80 She's 81. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and this is here. I told her, her doctor kept bothering her. I said, Mom, I'm going to write you a note to your doctor so she stops bothering you. And my mom calls me crying. She said, with the doctor with a science infection. And I'm like, what's wrong? And her doctor died. She's only a couple of years older than me. So died from a heart attack. She was vaccinated, the doctor. So, um, but my whole point of that story is that we have a, a number of days, you know, God knows our days. Um, and that's what I told my mom about the vaccine. Then I, you know, my father had a, st- a stroke due to a surgical complication. And, and, you know, I just told my mother about all the complications that could happen from the vaccine. And we're very healthy people. And I'm like, mom, you're, you know, your last day is known by God, but, you know, you don't, you want to be, you know, all as healthy as you can be. I mean, God forbid she had a stroke or was paralyzed or something like that. I'm like, you don't want to live your last days like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially from something that's not, you know, that I know is from a, an evil plan. Like that's not what you want. So she's, um, she knew when we went to Branson, like my, my, my brothers were like, don't go to Branson. You might get COVID mom. I'm like, mom, we're going to go see an Elvis impersonator. Like, who cares if you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, you're 81. Like, when right, are you going to get exactly. a chance to see an Elvis impersonator again? Like, who's like the number one Elvis impersonator? So she went and had a great time. You know, and she's fine. She, she was tired for a couple of days because she, she's 81 and flew across the country and back. But she didn't get COVID. She's fine, right? So, I mean, yeah. you got to go out and live your life. But our days are numbered. So I don't, um, you know, I'm, I'm still here because God still wants me here. That's the way I look at it. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
it, it, because I'm heavily censored, and most of the people that are, that are out there speaking the truth are, are heavily censored, and uh, I can't even put anything really, uh, like any of my website links, any of my website. I can't stream live on Facebook, none of that kind of stuff, and I get strikes all the time on, on YouTube, so I, I just bought stop bothering like I'll turn shadow ban. Oh my God. I'm the queen of shadow banning. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. It's not a big deal, but you know, if, if, if <laughs> you know, we joke around say, okay, we're going to have the black suburbans are showing up. They're just going to all of a sudden, you know, I'm like knock down the door while I'm sitting here talking on the air. Well, so be it, you know, it's, and then that's, I, I served my purpose and it's time to move on. And it is what it is. Right. I'm not, not necessarily, I'm not instigating things, but I'm not also, um, I'm not out there running around on the streets, but then I'm also, uh, you know, I'm not in control of somebody else's. So I, I agree with you on that. So we're, we're here for now, right? So we might as well do what we can. Um, with that being said, is there anything else that you want to share? Is there anything else that you need to get off your chest? Is there anything uh, that you want to, uh, that we want to promote besides you're going to give your website again and you're going to give your Give, Send, Go account? Um. So, I mean, I, I don't normally recommend um, products or supplements, but I can tell you there is a product called NAC-L-15. That's NAC-L-15, C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E. And it's an amazing um, natural immune support supplement. Um, it does stop viral replication across numerous viral viruses. Um, it, it also helps um, with the health of, of neurological cells and brain cells. Uh, it was a prescription product in the 1960s. It helps detox your body. It helps your liver produce glutathione to detox your body. So uh, I strongly recommend that product. Uh, it's extremely safe and extremely healthy. Um, I get mine from a place called no Tropics Depot, N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C-S Depot. There's no code. I don't even think people know who I am. They probably just wonder why they sell out every now and then in blitzes. Um, <laughs> they go to the yeah, no, 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 no. They're like, but, okay, but it's, it's, so I used to be. <laughs> no, I used to be an interim chief manufacturing or sort of chief marketing officer for a nutraceutical company. So I can tell you that this company is extremely high grade, and they provide their product to other very well known, well established supplements, such as Dr. Amen from the Amen Clinic. Uh, uh, who is the godfather of um, of identifying uh, different types and treatments for ADHD? Uh, he also did all the uh, concussion um, scans um, that showed why football players had an increased risk for suicide. So, like I know he uses some of the Neurotropics Depot products. So it's a very high end, high quality product, and it's NACL cysteine. So I totally recommend that. And again, I don't. They don't know who I am. They actually have no clue who I am. They probably just wonder why they get these blitz orders and sell out every now and then. So, but it's a good product. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Well, see, this is this is how you need to get your sponsorships. You should be the face of this this uh, this supplement. And that uh, there you go. So you just have to reposition how you get your six figure income from the good side of the pharmaceutical nutraceutical world as opposed to these bad people that you made hundreds of billions of dollars for. But you know, what are you gonna yeah. do? That's okay. That's because you're good at what you do. Okay. Mm. You know? okay. Yeah, but that's a great yeah. product. Um, so I recommend I recommend that to support your immune system. Whether or not you're vaccinated, I recommend that product. And then um, um, I'm trying to think what else to, you know, there's so much information to go through. But like I said, take time to um, spend time with like-minded people and, and uh, you know, pray to, to have a, 
an open heart that's not hardened by unforgiveness and then, you know, have conversations. There's, there's ways to reach across the aisle, I'm sure. So, um, you know, it's very difficult to learn this information and not want to go into attack mode. Um, but uh, if we're going to wake people up, we're going to have to learn how to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, well said. A little patience, I guess, in there. I, I just, I'm, you're, you're a stronger lady than I with the patience and with the, you know, the forgiveness park. So, so I just, I just, I, I'm not, I can't deal with the lies, the, the, uh, the, the, the miss, uh, well, uh, the misreceptions, well, the, I mean, the, 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 the whole thing is just, you know, it's, it's so much evil, Karen, nefarious, evil, satanic. I mean, it's literally so intentional that is the, it's literally beyond what a normal human being is able to do when it comes to something nefarious and evil. Um, because this is, this is a whole new scope that that's when I realized it literally is, it's, it's demonic and it's satanic. Yeah. Because a, a person can't be like this because there's not enough money in the power and power that you could get in order to think that this is actually a brilliant idea and to move forward with it. So oh, yeah. I think I'm at an interview with Clay and, and something he's like, well, what's your assessment of the current situation? I was like, well, the gates of hell are open and it's empty. I mean, that's kind of where I am right now, you know, <laughs> right. that's, that's, yeah, well, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gates of hell are, are the gates of hell are open and it's empty. Yeah, they were literally running. I just it's just, literally it's a great example. I just picture like a cartoon of just people running around and there's just flames and you're like, well, technically that's the news. Like for the parts that they show you. Oh my goodness, yeah. crazy, crazy. Um, but so, but that, uh, in just, the Bible, Second Thessalonians two, there there is a great delusion where the people will believe the lie. Um, so that that we have to, I have to believe that. So if, if people are under a great delusion where they believe the lie, then um, I have to believe that through the power of the Holy Spirit and, and and God's people speaking the truth and love that we can they can come out of this delusion and repent and turn. You know, I'm not all of them, obviously. I'm sorry, but obviously not Dr. Fauci, right? I mean, he's pure, he's demonic, but. Yeah. Um, but you would assume that some of these doctors, you have to assume that some of these doctors are just, um, yeah, they, they actually believe their lies right now. Um, and there's got to be. But what's interesting is it, nobody wants to have a – so we always had these things in the industry called, um, what do we call them, crossfires, like yeah, clinical crossfires and debates where, you know, people would argue both sides of a therapy. And nobody's doing that now. It's really, you know, no, there's no one – no one's willing to – None of the none of the pro vax doctors are willing to talk to a doctor that has a different opinion, and that's um uh yeah it's just it's it should it, be a warning sign. I don't know. It should be a warning sign. Should be a warning sign to everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of people are like, no, no, that 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 sounds totally great. That that's a that's a wonderful idea. We're just going to take the one side that has no factual information and a laundry list of uh, issues and deaths and and uh, disabilities and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, we just. You know, they've rewritten the world and we've allowed it to happen. And it all started, as I uh, say in the intro, let me, let me pull it up to uh, bring this home. Um, as I said, Karen, I have tons of notes, right? I got notes all up. I'm like, well, I'm sure. Is, real quick, is your is your house or where your HQ there for uh, my my fight? Is it like a board from uh, a beautiful mind where it has all the pictures and the links together with the threads and all that? Is that is that what you have in your office by any chance? 
snow. I mean, it looks like a hurricane went through my office with papers. That's okay. That's what mine mine looks like that too, because I just can't help myself. I have an obsession when it comes to paper and pens. Um, But anyway, as I was saying is that, you know, we, we, we kind of brought this on. We, we took our eye off the ball. We weren't participating in our communities. We weren't paying attention to our elected elites. We thought that they were doing a great job because we were so busy, uh, you know, doing whatever it is that we do and taking the kids to here and participating and working hard. And then of course, um, uh, you know, um, playing on Facebook, people were taking pictures of lunch or whatever and sharing that as opposed to really getting involved. So now it's our time to kind of participate again back in the swing of things, get back on track. I think there is a large portion of people doing that. So I, I'm guilty of it. I, I wasn't in, involved locally. Now I'm a precinct committee man and, uh, and amongst other things and involved with a whole bunch of different organizations and rallies. And I love to have them on this show and give them all that. And I said, just, you know, keep in mind, everybody, it was 638 days ago that we were told it was only 15 days to slow the spread. So, um, yeah, now, uh, now it's time to kind of kick it into gear at the next level because, uh, uh, you think, you think it's bad now is, uh, is, uh, phase two or phase three of what these nefarious characters are going to be doing. is it's going to happen. Um, Karen, give your website and give that, uh, go, go fund, send, fund, uh, whatever, whatever that is. So, <laughs> so people can make some donations and help you out because we need to get those word out more. And uh, we need to make sure that you get to put in some downtime too, because that brain of yours has got to take a break. This is too heavy for one person to just work on by themselves. Um, so my my website's my site, M I S I G H D.com. That's my site, M I site.com. And then um, it's a, uh, givesendgo.com forward slash my site m-i-f-i-g-h-t so it's givesendgo.com and then forward slash my site m-i-f-i-g-h-t if you went to givesendgo you could probably search the campaign i don't know by my site too i'm not sure so i don't even look into how this stuff works i um i'm so bad i'm so bad so, you're you're busy. Uh, you're busy absorbing data because you even said there's so much to do. I can't wait to get into it. All right. Well, what we we won't. <laughs> we don't want to hold. We don't want to hold you up. I know that you're probably jonesing because you haven't had a chance to do research for the past hour and twenty minutes or so. So, uh, are, are you okay? Are you? Is it well, safe to let no, you get no, off no, the it, phone? Is that okay? I watch shows okay. and I, I, I got to watch, because like, sometimes I watch Stu Peters and I'll have a doctor on and like they'll be showing stuff under a microscope and I'm like, gosh, darn it, I saw that in a patent. And then, I'm, then I'll call Stu and be like, hey, you know that stuff the doctor said they don't know what it is? He's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know what it is. Give me a couple days to get on your show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, see, then that's, that's what, that's how this has to all work and roll out. See, that's the thing is, is uh, it's, it's unbelievable. And all that information, it's, it, it's there. It, you just ha- you're just really good at knowing how to translate it, how to understand it, where to look for it. And you're good at putting puzzle pieces together. So, um, but again, people, no opinions. There is no opinions coming out of Karen's mouth. It literally is all fact and filings from all the nefarious characters. So they're telling you, they've told you all along. We just, didn't know we didn't look we didn't pay attention and we took their word for it which is you know obviously the worst thing we could do uh so if you get a chance head over to gibsongo.com slash my fight help karen out and um, she's using this to do additional research 
uh, to expand the website to actually create some information, more documents, more things like that, so people can start using them, especially to, as we were mentioning earlier, to deal with the community and to send notices. Um, and it's this is a lot of work for one person, so if you can get a little help, that would be great. Don't worry if the money does not go so Karen can get new outfits or it doesn't go for any of that uh, stuff that maybe some of these other people, uh, you know, like these uh, these big pastors, you know, like a Joel Osteen, you know, when you give money to him, I think that goes to his uh, Lamborghini or Ferrari or whatever he's got or his uh, $5,000 suits or his, uh, or his wife's big diamond rings. So, again, be careful where you spend your money, where you donate your money, where you get your content and information from. So I, I would rather listen to a Karen Kingston tell you about the Bible verses than a Joel Osteen. At least I know that it's sincere and uh, she's not trying to uh, uh, get you to, to get you down the, the wrong path to give her a whole bunch of money so she can go buy some uh, luxury items for herself. So again, be careful. No. It's not, that's not difficult. All those great people, they're on our website. You can get everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. And it's all right there. All right, Karen, I will, I've taken up a lot of your time. I appreciate you so much for everything that you're doing. Um, and, uh, all the shows that you go on and the time that you spent in if you can, again, my Christmas wish for you is to uh, take it a little easier and maybe throw in a little bit of social life. That would, can you do that? Would that be, I think that would be good for all the audience members too, people that are listening to you. <laughs> so you, you get a little refreshed and they'll be like, Oh, look at that. Karen looks a little happier today. She, she, she <laughs> might went to happy hour last night. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll try. Try to get some exercise and stuff in. I, so the one thing I do want to say is that there's no small role. Um, you know, when I first started, I just got my platform up last week, and people were like, I don't have a platform. I didn't even have a platform for, like, months, four or five months. So there's no small role in, in saving America. So do whatever you can do at the local level, uh, you know, um, even if it's just talking to one friend or one um, church member or, you know, doing something with your children or other people's children to, um, you know, save America. There's, there is no small role. So um, please, please don't, don't ever think that anything you do is not significant, uh, you know, if you're doing it for, for God and country. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, well said. And you can follow her also on Telegram. You're, you're just starting to get a little more active in that. So it's my fight under Telegram, right? Yeah, you don't my even fight. know. It's not, okay. it's not Karen Kingston or Karen Kingston official. It's under my fight, which is the company that I formed to, um, you know, eventually create a communication platform. Yeah. Yeah. It'll grow into something. Yeah. It it, it just doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't matter because you got a good person spearheading that particular movement. So I have confidence again, throw her a bone, everybody give sendgo.com slash my fight. Karen Kingston. Thank you so much again for being the queen of slides and for everything that you're doing and uh, sacrificing and spreading this information. In fact, so uh, you are dismissed my dear. And, um, I would love to have you back on when you have time and anything new to share. And uh, we can, we can do short ones. We don't have to t- do long ones the next time you come on. If you, uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on, but I, I enjoy, I enjoy your sense of humor when it, when it seeps out and then uh, your knowledge is, just, uh, is unbelievable. So thank you again for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Take care. You're welcome. All right. Have a good uh, rest of the afternoon in San Diego. All right, everybody, that was Karen Kingston.
again, the queen of the slides, and she's been doing incredible work. I encourage you to uh, go on her give, send, go.com accounts, in which is slash my fight. And then also go ahead and check her out on um, Telegram. Follow her on there. And her website is myfight, M-I-F-I-G-H-T dot com. She's going to be adding more to that. She's got great information. Um, and then watch some of her interviews. She's been a, she's been a, it was a fun interview today. We've got a little bit of the lighter side of her. So I hope you, uh, I hope you uh, relate a little bit to all this uh, heavy, heavy stuff. I wanted to not make it all so heavy, even though it is a heavy topic. So again, get involved, uh, uh, get the facts, get the information. If you, uh, and uh, don't get to be a non-vaccine bioweapon. Definitely don't want to do that. And real quick before I go, it is 316. I know the, the live feed is long again, long again. And for those of you still sticking through to this, um, go ahead and you might want to check out the Marketplace tab and go check out our entire Marketplace. Uh, you've got 57 well-known websites and brands that are incredible products and, and um Ranging from my pillow, right? You can get up to 76. Well, let me put this. So you've got these incredible products and, and services that are listed on the website. We've got 57 different well-known websites and brands, and um, there's all kinds of discounts, and it's discounts all the time. Again, if you go there first, our our marketplace. If you go there, you're never going to pay more than if you went to the companies directly to buy from them, and there's usually extra discounts that are not if you go directly. Uh, but the other best part about it is that total of your purchase, 2 to 20% of your total purchase price is then donated to our nonprofits and organizations helping and supporting vets, pets, kids, and freedom. So then again, you know, as I mentioned earlier, in numerous times, in these big companies, these big nonprofits, these big groups, these think tanks, these, these uh, you know, foundations, they all get tons of money. The little guys don't. The little guys don't. They're the ones out there doing the heavy lifting. So we want to support them just like EZAZ. EZAZ.org is one of, our, one of our groups that we work with that receives some of those proceeds um, of the donation so they can go do the great work that Marissa Hamilton's doing and a lot of other local ones here, but other, other national ones like Warriors for Ranchers is on there. Um, there's quite a few. So if you uh, want to go over to the Marketplace, it's the tab at the Marketplace, or if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, just click on the uh, link there that you'll see the link in the, in the listing for the Marketplace. So go check that out and go shop, go get some stuff for Christmas. Again, I mentioned this. My pillow is one of the partners. He's got 600 different products because he has my store and my pillow. So if you just click on the banners or you go to my pillow, use the promo code home, H-O-M-E. He donates 20% of the total purchase to those amazing groups that are doing real work. Uh, you're not like uh, rhino pearl clenching, just go to luncheons kind of work. They're actually the ones doing the heavy lifting to get you new stuff to make some changes that actually make a difference and uh, spread in the truth, spread in the truth. And that's uh uh, what we need more of, obviously. So go check that out. And um, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Join our community. Join our newsletter. Lower right-hand corner of every page on the website, you'll see that. We're adding the Take Action Toolkit. I uh, should have it finished this week. There is so much incredible information on there that I'm getting from really great partners and guests that are on our show. They're uh, putting free offers um, of content and books and uh, in, in uh, handouts and information and resources on their website that uh, you ha- are going to, uh, we're going to put it all in one location. And, and then a couple of really key groups to become a part of or look at 
and uh, easily found accessible information. Like we're going to even put links in there so you know how to find things on the website. Like you're like, and Michelle, you told us not to listen to Fox News. You told us not to listen to Newsmax. Well, then what, where do I go? Well, you can go ahead and go to our patriotic media page and you'll be able to see a bunch of uh, publications that are going to give you uh, a lot of factual information and you saying, well, what shows do I need to watch? Well, then go ahead and head on over to our must, must listen to page and you'll see all the different shows of different uh, people that have been on our show, people that are coming on our show, of all different resources in order to get the good information, the facts. And you'll find people like Karen Kingsington and other guests that we've had on our shows, other experts uh, that are not only in, you know, this freedom and health movement, people are in the business community. Remember, this is all about taking action in BLC, taking action in BLC, business, life, community, life, right? Well, she's covering both. She's covering life and she's covering um, community. Because you got to get involved in the community. You've got to fight back against all this stuff. And you go, life, that's your health, right? And then, of course, all of this does affect your business. Again, it's the three legs of the stool of humanity business life community got to have balance in all of them and we're doing that we're doing that we're doing that for you here on the platform so um follow us on rumble uh follow us on the social media whichever ones that you go on all of that information oh join it uh, um and reach out to us in the community start engaging become a part of our save my freedom movement which is not only part of this platform here while uh, the audio version which is the show and then of course um the website, which we're having not totally redone. So that's going to be an incredible, uh, easily you know, navigate through resource. And then you've got your uh, uh, Cloud Hub group. You've got your um, Facebook group where you can interact. You can go ahead and post what you do, post quality content, events, anything like that. We want to bring together the like-minded people. And, of course, the Clubhouse, which we're meeting Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, and you'll see the information for each of those, depending on where you want to engage and where you like to hang out. You could text the word ACTION to 91776. That's the word ACTION, A-C-T-L-I-N, to 91776. And uh, again, subscribe to the newsletter. You'll get around the censorship. And then I can follow us on the Rumble. Well, you know, we're on 25 different podcast players, but the Rumble is um, a great way to do it because we can post those videos. We're also live on LinkedIn, Twitter, Clout Hub, Blog Talk Radio, Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Uh, big thank you to Big D and Rumble. So make sure you set your notifications so you get a reminder. But we're going to be live Mondays at 12 p.m. Mountain Time for the month of December and January. We're not going to go back to multiple days, maybe until February, but we got a couple other things in the works. So those are probably going to be some more places. Not sure yet. But anyway, uh, one other thing about the health Karen did mention the uh, NAC. I do take that. But you can also, if you go over to the marketplace tab, and you will see that there is uh, the Dr. Zeb Zelenko um, supplements. Those things are great because if you use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, I try to keep the promo codes for all this stuff as much as I can home when I get a choice, right? So his immune-boosting supplements that keep you healthy, this is the prophylactic. It's his prophylactic that he has been touting for uh, a year and a half now, almost uh, almost uh, 18, well, in like 20 months or so. And you get 5% off plus free shipping if you use promo code HOME. That's listed on our Marketplace tab. That's Dr. Zeb Zelenko's supplements for a 30-day supply. It's only 52.50, which if you price them out separately, which I did before he even came up with this, I priced it out separately. It was almost twice as much as that. So you get yourself on that. 
And then, of course, if you want to get your ivermectin and your HCQ where you have a stash, because you need to have your stash at home for when you do get this, all of those resources, if you go to our COVID facts tab, and uh, there's a page on there for um, telemed and for um, uh, supplements and things like that. So you can go ahead and get that, plus the, the, the treatments, the protocols. There's like six different companies they have telemed uh, visits that are on there that I would encourage you to get it now, get it now. Uh, so you have it and take it proactively, meaning proactively, you take it in advance. Um, I've been taking ivermectin and the HCQ once a week for a while now, plus the other supplements. And it all works, peeps. It all works. So you just get yourself healthy. And uh, we're talking about the holidays, a little healthy treats. Don't forget Carrie, or Sherry Calbaum gave you some great stuff in the beginning of the show. The guests were, the guests were amazing today. Um, there's a lot more stuff that I could share, but for the most part, I think this was a, a very long episode. Thank you for, um, for having patience with us today. Uh, everybody went long. I, that was my fault. I let them go long, but there is this amazing, amazing content. So a lot of the Alexia and Victoria are going to be joining us over in the collaboration consortium. So, and, and then this is not just for business, it's for organizations too. And they have people that don't have a business. They just want to be around great quality, like-minded people. Um, to gather to exchange information, you know, you can share share events, share share cool stuff. That's all. That's what it's all about. So go ahead and check that out. Um, we are over at uh, the Clout Hub, and that's listed at everythinghomeaboutus.com. It'll be the Clout. That'll be Clubhouse Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and it's the Collaboration Consortium. And uh, we're bringing together all the leaders and all the peeps, right? One location for all the information and you know, everything that you can imagine literally is on our website. So a uh, couple things. Uh, I normally go through my phrases, things like that. I'm not going to. I'm just going to remind you that courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. And be wary of where you're getting your content from and who you're supporting and where your money's going. So help the little guy and really watch out for those politicians. You better make sure that you do your homework before you start getting support uh, to certain ones and also to uh, before you start handing any cash. So a spe- special thank you to all the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network on our, their information, their episodes, and their own shows are listed on our website, everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. So check it out. And uh, we're going to kick the rent, ma- remainder of the year. Amazing, amazing Amazing, a guest. So we've uh, uh, next week, Dr. Carrie Madey, Tina Horlicher over at WeCanAct.net, Pastor Dave Scarlett, Dr. Mark and Michelle Sherwood, Dr. Travis Fox, talking about uh, his incredible app and business that he's got. Uh, we'll be showcasing that. He's been on the show a couple of times. And then uh, in January, we're going to kick it off with Chris Burgard and Nick Searcy. They are behind the uh, capital punishment movie about January 6th. And Josh Schroeder over at the Freedom, Freedom Flight or Flight Freedom, um, the airline pilots, which is, oh, my God, the statistics that I just heard today on uh, Mike Adams' show, The Health Ranger. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, real quick, there was a pilot, uh, Airline Pilot Association magazine in 2019, one died. It's just commercial, not in, like, private small planes. 19, 2019, one died, 2026, and 2021, in the first nine months, there was 111. Mm-hmm. What do you think that was from? Mm-hmm. So when you protect yourself, get your supplements, get your ivermectin HCQ, uh, get your knowledge, get your information, get involved with some groups, do all the things you need to be doing. And then, of course, you still want to focus on your business. 
also um, join us in the Save My Freedom movement. Save My Freedom movement. And uh, that's all she got. Let's uh, let's close this out. And we will be back next Monday with an incredible show. Five guests, seven-minute segment. And three guests joining us in the uh, Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. So, again, a really long show today. It's, uh, I won't do that anymore to you guys. I apologize. It's just a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So uh, make it a great week. You can still interact with us and the, and the crew on Facebook, Clout Hub, and Clubhouse three days a week. So don't think that you just yeah. – but this is more interaction stuff. We're going to grow this amazing community, this amazing group. We're going to support you. We want you to be able to promote your business, your organization. Tell us what you do. Bring in the entrepreneurs, small business owners influencers and groups, purpose-driven people. So we're going to be all standing up, take action and supporting patriots who love this country, buy and sell from each other. That's the way you do it. Don't go with the bad guys. We don't want to be with a stranger. Stranger danger, remember, is December is Database of Diamonds Month, and it is time to unlock and unleash yours. You don't need to go to Google anymore. You don't need to work with a stranger, stranger danger, and you never need to pay for advertising ever again. All right, everybody, make it a great week. Check us out. Clubhouse. We're over there. Everything home about us.com. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit EverythingHomeTalkShow.com/slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.